Good evening, everybody. It is the Dave Jeskow Podcast. Coming at you on a Wednesday, no, Thursday night. I think my voice is going already from uh, Tuesday night. The big festivities, the Godfather Show. That's what we're here to talk about. It's uh, Thursday, February 25. And it is the post Godfather experience and pre Oscar cast. The greatest Dave Juskow podcast in American history starts now. All right. Welcome, everybody. I have my guest today. I do sound a little hoarse, don't I? Uh, yes, uh, yeah. you do. I have Memo Salazar here, our uh, favorite guest and helper with the uh, Godfather uh, Project. And I have our Oscar, our yearly Oscar correspondent, Mary Edgerton. Hello. To join us again. <laughs> she is, of course, adorable, very beautiful. And the doorman said your name exactly correctly. He like stared at me while he said it to make sure that yeah, he did it right. Yeah, very impressive. Like, well, you know job. who you know who that guy is. No, he's a new kid. He's the son of Rudy. He you is? know the doorman that's been here for twenty yeah, years. Yeah, he's <laughs> working here. Isn't that funny? Oh, yeah, yeah. So he's a he's a good he's a good boy. Yes, <laughs> and he's trying to do a good job. He's probably like around your age, you know. Probably, yeah. <laughs> what are you and, What are you um, saying? They should like well, date. Uh, yeah, she wouldn't date a Spanish guy. She's from oh, like, Indiana no, or so, West oh. Virginia, right? Nice. Um, not West Virginia. Racist. Well, where they don't date Spanish men. Isn't your father like a university professor in Indiana or something? Mm-hmm. How do you think he'd feel if you brought a Spanish guy home? Fine. You can say it in front of him. He doesn't. Oh my god. <laughs> well, he's a professor, so he's very academic and liberal. Yeah, you know those guys always seem that way on the outside, and then uh, oh, you know, man. God forbid, you bring home a black. What the hell is this? But, Dad, you love basketball. You're like, that's something else. Oh, no. How dare you speak to me like that? Look, I'm still hoarse from Tuesday. That's exactly how your dad sounds, too, right? <laughs> spot on. Yeah. Really? Oh, my God. Thank you. I try so hard to do spot on imitations. Um, yeah, my voice, <clears throat> excuse me, is like completely still like hoarse from the last two nights, from Tuesday for sure. I definitely mm-hmm. put it to the test. But, um, you know, it was an amazing night. Let's uh, just start there I guess well let me just um, tell you on Saturday after we left you uh, I drove around the scripts for everybody you know so I got to see uh, I started in order I just took my car and I drove around Manhattan dropping off the scripts uh, except for Mike Bichetti who lives in Staten Island I mm-hmm. didn't drop his off because I thought it would be funnier if he saw his the night of the show he was playing Luca Prazzi oh yeah yeah, yeah. That guy, right? he is funny <laughs> and uh, it's better when he doesn't know his lines that uh it was unbelievable. So if Natterman had lived in Staten Island, would you have gone to Staten Island? I would have. Oh, look at that. I would have gone. Uh, Lisa Traeger uh, said she lived in Brooklyn. She goes, you don't have to come here. I'm like, it's my pleasure. I love driving around, dropping off the stuff. But I knew I didn't need to go to. Uh, I wouldn't have cast anybody from Staten Island anyway. <laughs> I mean, let's be frank. Uh, so, yeah, I went to see Natterman first. And I, it was like kind of fun. It was like in a movie where you got to see all the cast of characters Beforehand, you know, so I saw Natterman at the place I can't pronounce the French place that you can. Le Pan Quotidien. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm sitting Wait, here. Wait, how do you say it? La Conopim Pan Pan. <laughs> oh, no. I call it the healthy place. He does. Right. Yeah, because, uh, <laughs> you know, Caitlin and I used to eat in there for when we were being bad the other days. But um, 
Yeah, so he, I saw him in there, and he's so funny. He just eats by himself at a community table, something I would never do. You know, it's bold. I could see eating at your own table, maybe. I wouldn't. I can't do it. Just but, bring a book. You're good yeah, to go. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was just reading his phone, I guess. But um, it's weird to be at that community table by yourself. Well, he's a he's an odd fellow that Nadim, and I he, like him a lot. But he's I never can quite figure him out. He is odd. And uh, you're listening, it's, Dan. It's funny. Uh, yesterday, I did his podcast at the Comedy Cellar. He hosts the Comedy Cellar podcast. Oh, cool! And they tape it at the Comics Table. And um, I did it yesterday. And they had this other guy on who was on America's Got Talent the year after him, because I was watching America's Got <laughs> Talent every year. And Dan Natterman got very far. He was really good. But he messed up, and we've had this conversation before, and I felt bad because I was really letting him have it yesterday. Because, <laughs> um, you know, his, this, this guy next to me, his, his video packages, I guess they must do this in The Bachelor. I know you watch The Bachelor. They, they must have, they have video packages for the girls or something like yes. from them back home or what they do yes. or what they used to do. Right. Like the chicken enthusiast. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. So every week they have a video package for the contestants that get to the certain level. Mm-hmm. And Dan had a, a, you know, it was a funny one, and it was, Basically just him eating sandwiches in restaurants himself and never getting any service. So it was very sad, but hilarious if you know him. But if I didn't know him, I would just be like, what a, what a sad man, you know? Wait, who did he play in The Godfather? He was uh, Michael Corleone. Oh, okay. And he was like, how do you like your lasagna? Yeah, every yeah, five yeah. minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny how I, I, I thought, maybe I'm wrong, but in my memory of The Godfather, Michael Corleone had a larger role, than, but then... In the, it's funny in the first two scenes, right? He doesn't have doesn't a role at all. Anything, yeah, right. yeah. Uh, until he turns, yeah. Right. Uh, and he's so, it's so it is interesting. Like, he was probably just like, so when do I come in? Like, <laughs> yeah. two-thirds through the movie. You're, you're all right. We lose you in the bunker scene. <laughs> um, so then I, uh, this guy sat down, Gary Vidar, I think his name is, and he was on la- uh, last season on Last Comic Standing. And he was very good. Uh, and I didn't, I didn't recognize him because he wasn't wearing his glasses. He looks like he got a little makeover since then, you know. And he had really good video packages. Like, he got it. He said, let's have some fun with these video packages. So he made up a roommate. This, like, douche. He didn't know who was his roommate. He's like, my, most of my goal is to just get my own place so I can get rid of my roommate. Like, and they just cut to his roommate, like, eating his stuff and doing it. He, he found the perfect guy. He's like, a, he's a friend of his. Right. He's an actor. And uh, he just, like, you know, found this guy. And the video packages were funny every time. And then they'd cut to the guy in the audience just sitting there, like, you know, with the puss on his face every time he performed. Right. And it was funny every time. And I started yelling at Dan. I'm like, now, why couldn't you do something like that? Because I'm still mad that Dan didn't go further and he didn't have the confidence. <laughs> I still yell at him for it. And I have to relax because I think it really bothers him. And it was his own podcast. So you can imagine right. I'm ganging up. But plus, I was also drunk yesterday when I wanted the podcast. <laughs> and not only was I drunk, because he made me wait till 7.50. So I went to the bar next door. I had a Bloody Mary because it's that girl that works there. Is, uh, she won the Bloody Mary contest last year in Manhattan. Wow. So I said, of course, I'll have a Bloody Mary. So I had a Bloody Mary, so I was already a little bit off. And then I went to the bar, and he goes, Dave, you know, the bartender was like, last night was crazy. And I'm like, I know. Uh, and then he just gave me a, a Budweiser and a shot of Jameson like I was drinking the night when I right. made fun of that fat girl. Right. Yeah, let's oh, talk about no. that. Yeah, I know. Um, uh, and, uh, you said I it just, again. You just said it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, fine. I'm positive she's not listening, so I don't have to worry. But I will explain my actions. But, um, 
Yeah, so I was, so that's what I was tricked. So I was always double fisted the entire night. So then I went over to the podcast double fisted. I was carrying my beer in my shot, so it definitely looked like I was like, right. "Hey, you listen to me, Adam, and I've had just about enough of you." You know, like a, that's not the way to do it. But um, I don't know. I just figure I think I want to keep drinking like everybody else does in the movies. <laughs> yeah, it, so it seems works. like everybody just is drinking all the time, and I'm always kind that's of called a pussy. madman. I don't know if that's everything. Well, I'm from the '60s, so <laughs> maybe it's okay. There you go. Yeah. So anyway, um, then I went and I met this guy, Matteo Lane, who is an absolute master. He was the guy who played Johnny Fontaine. Oh, and the old he man was so Wasn't good. he unbelievable? He was hilarious. He was good. He was so good. Now, I just met him on Saturday. Told all you guys about him last week. He's a 27-year-old kid. Knows is all the really? parts. Yeah, yeah. Huh? He's just a, just a boy. How, wait, how, how old did you think he was? I thought he looked older. That's because he was in character playing an older man. Well, also when he <laughs> played the singer. Well, right, but he was playing older, you know. But he yeah. does come off. He's very. It's like you. He's very mature. Besides your baby face, you're. You know, you're very mature. Thank you. I mean, and not just baby face. I mean, it's really pretty. Thank you. You know that you. That's twice that you've complimented her looks. You haven't said anything about me yet. You Quite look, rude. You actually. look like a hooligan. I wasn't going to say anything, but. but it is rude, right? I'm yeah. not crazy. Oh, about yeah, hundred percent. Like, well, the, the thing is, I talk to her about this all the time. All I want to do in life. Is well, I, I love the Devil Wars Prada, right? Oh no! So the thing I'm jealous about is like when Annie and all her co when they go Andy. to work. Andy, sorry, and I'm always thinking of the musical. Sorry, mm -hmm. um, do you want me to play some? Because I can. <laughs> A little hard knock life. We're good. Um, We're good. Um, <clears throat> when she comes to the office, she's always dressed up, and then she can go right out after and stuff. See, you're wearing what you wore to the office today, and you look like you're ready to go out. And I mean, you just always look ready to go out. And well, you, you, you went you out. I don't do that too. You just always dress like an old man. It's I don't have any proper clothing. That's why I'm very impressed by her. And you clearly work like that, which <laughs> yeah, is a, I do. an outrage. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I mean, you can wear pretty casual things at the office. I know, but I try it. Well, you know, today I was wearing like a you know a nice shirt and pants because uh, no, I wasn't going anywhere. <laughs> it's funny because when I go somewhere, I'd rather dress dress like, down actually. Exactly. Uh, but uh, whatever. Then uh, then. Um, then we went to the we went to the cellar, you and me, Memo. Yes. To check out the place on Saturday, yes. and they were like telling us, "No, we got it all figured out," and we were very impressed. Yes. Because they really did have all the electronics and the lighting, everything we wanted was. We didn't even need to really go down there, but I'm glad we did. Checked out the room, told them we need a bigger stage, take the piano off, and we definitely needed that room. Right. You know, without the piano yeah, yeah, there, yeah, yeah. so that a was lot. a good thing because I wasn't sure. I couldn't. Re I couldn't remember. I, I knew we had a lot of. We had about ten people on stage at once. And they were coming on and off and on and off. But um, it seemed like Mary seeing it for the first time. Well, I remember mm -hmm. too, but I'm just saying, I mean, yeah. me too. Right. Um, it seemed like it flowed, right? It didn't Definitely. look like chaos or anything, no. which is a no. miracle. Yeah, it was a miracle because two hours before that, it was, it was a bit of a mess. insane. Yeah. And I was like, this is going to suck. And then, <laughs> so and then it didn't. It didn't. No, <laughs> no. So, so then on, uh, on Sunday, I went to the Nets game. And then I decided, since I'm out, now I have a standing spot. Oh, you're out? You know oh. what? <laughs> Memo. I mean, I'm out a little. Got it. I'm a 50-year-old man living by myself with a cat. What do you think? Wow. Well, um, <laughs> He's been waiting how long to do that. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah, so I went to the Nets game. and then, So I have a standing spot at 945 every Sunday at the Broadway Comedy Club. But I never go because it's Sunday. Nobody likes going out on Sundays. You know, who mm -hmm. likes going out on Sundays? It's the day of rest. Right. 
For my people, the day of wrath is Saturday, though. So Straight. technically, Sober really Saturday. shouldn't be. Uh, yeah, that's my people's Sabbath. But um, this time, I was like, you know what? I need to go on. I need to because I I got to warm up the audience. Remember, I was nervous about that last right. week. We were talking. I'm like, I got to do like seven minutes or whatever. So I went and I practiced the set, and then I felt very comfortable. I did two uh, two. Oh, that's uh, the, we have the windows open outside. <laughs> Um, I felt comfortable afterwards that I was like I was not nervous right. you know I did it twice I did a 9.45 and 11.15 show and everything went okay so it just in a matter of getting up in front of people did, was the important are you gonna thing. play clips are you gonna play clips from your stand up uh, it was good I gotta say <laughs> oh I thought for sure you were gonna make a joke <laughs> no no it was good no it was really oh. good and then you, you know, know that's the highest of compliments of I know. all it time was, it <laughs> was good and then Atel didn't come and you're like oh I gotta like stretch it out mm-hmm. And then you added more, and it was still funny. Yeah, well, that worked out well because, um, you know, I was nervous about the time. I was trying to get off early because I knew he had to go, but he wasn't there until was late. Um, So then it was funny because I said, uh, you know, well, I I, I guess I'll have to stretch, and uh, everybody seemed to get it. Yeah, they all laughed. That was uh, not only is that funny having to stretch, like you see, you know, in the movies or something, but um, they all know I have no material. (laughs) So, uh, you know. But, you know, I I was impressive because, like, that's probably the only time in your life that you could work in a Brady Bunch reference with, you know, Rex, and it was like, like, it really worked. I got a compliment from all the comics the next day, like that Robert Reed material was amazing. Right, right. I mean, the, the odds of you know work be- well, this is the reason I can't do comedy because you know <laughs> I just want to talk about the Brady Bunch all the time right, and people exactly. like Mary don't give a shit right. and I'm not saying you in particular but yes your age group doesn't really care millennials would you say millennials don't care about I would say Brady more Bunch. than millennials uh, <laughs> so, you know, people from the 80s don't care <laughs> uh, you know? but um yeah, I mean, it is funny, but I worked it in good. And, uh, you know, as I was talking about that, the Godfather and the Brady Bunch were on the same set and um, people really liked it. So it was it was great. And then, um, you know, just the way I remember when I just like, well, I'll stretch. And then I go, so I'm on J-Date. And then you turn into a regular comic. <laughs> right. And uh, people seem to get that, too. I mean, it was, right. a, it was kind of a dream in that sense that it worked great. Know, the mother material understood. was very funny. We yeah. all laughed. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, it was really good. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, so I felt really good about going in. And then Tuesday on show day, uh, you know, I got there at 4.30. Uh, I told everybody to get there at 5.30. So get this. Paul Mercurio, who was the narrator of the show. I don't hang out with him a lot. I don't even care for him that much. (laughs) (laughs) He comes in at 5.45 and he says, listen, I got an audition at 6.15. I thought for sure he's pulling my leg. He says, I have an audition at 6.15. Right. Now, the management doesn't care for him either. I mean, he's a good comic. Right. But uh, nobody really cares for you know. <laughs> he's a nice guy and everything, but it's just, he pulls this kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So, which I guess, you know, makes him not as fun <laughs> as, say, you and me or right. whatever. Right. Um, and I look at the manager over there and I'm just staring at her. She knows something's happening, but she doesn't know what it is. Because <laughs> I'm like, I can't believe it. he's like, what do you mean you're leaving at 6.15? What about rehearsal? Right. I mean, maybe Luca Brazzi could leave. He has one line, you know, like, right. but you're the narrator. You have everything. He's like, it's just for an audition. And I'm like, well, why didn't you tell me ahead of time? I could have replaced you. Right. And Because he got later on, he goes, you were like the Godfather. You were like yelling at me. And, so, and I'm like, <laughs> but that was like a weird, what the fuck? You know, I mean, really, it's just that was, I thought for sure he was kidding. How does he not get it? But he didn't get it at all. <laughs> and then when he was reading that part when we were rehearsing, yeah. he was horrible. Yeah, he was so flat. Horrible. And then I tell you, I hate working with comedians. But when you're working with comics in a comedy club, when that audience gets there, 
They turn it around. Right, it's true. They know how to work in front of a crowd, and by God, you know, I'm, I'm like half comedian, half actor. So I'm giving it my all during the rehearsal like an actor would. Right. And some actors give you 50%, but whatever happened, all the comics that maybe did it kind of half-assed didn't get it. When that audience was there juicing them, they all figured it out, including yeah. the narrator who completely got that last part about the horse's head. Yeah, he got and everything. really into it. He yeah. got it completely right the way I asked him, you know, to do it. He went upstairs and he was asking me questions and reading. I said, "This guy's out of his mind." I, he's asking me questions, but I don't think he's getting it. He completely got it. I was mistaken. I was wrong. He went upstairs. He studied it, and uh, I was really happy because I mean. Everybody did such a good job. If Natterman would have talked into the microphone more, right. like I told him, and then when he was getting off stage, I'm like, talk into the mic. You know that's my thing. <laughs> I can't stand. I come from a school of uh, enunciation and projection. Right. Now, with microphones, you don't really need to project as much as you used to on stage. Right. I mean, you, you know, my sister's uh, kids, they, nowadays they don't have to teach projection because they're all wired. There's uh, seventh crazy. graders are wired in their, their musicals oh now, you God. know. Were you like that? when you Were you ever in plays? or mm -hmm. Were you wired? Yep. At your I age? had a Britney mic. Oh, yeah, the Britney mic? Yeah, it and now was great. They, Yeah, I guess now it's even better. They don't even yeah. need that kind of mic, right? They have it like on their heads, like Broadway stars or something. Some do. Well, like it depended on the person. So if you had a wig, they would put it in your wig and it right, would come down right. here. But I was That's a, what they do on Broadway. I was a teapot, so. Oh, you did Beauty and the Beast. Mm -hmm. I told you my nephew's playing the Beast, right? You did, actually. And this super hot girl is playing Belle. You no, know, she's like 13. 13, yeah. She's way hot. That's and, not um, a my, correct uh, word. Yeah, she. You know, no, if you met her, you'd understand. You'd be like, no, oh, you really Wait, are. Can really I? Hot. Can I go back to your acting career? Sure, my um, short-lived acting career. Yeah. What uh, other than Beauty and the Beast? What other roles did you play? That was the only one. I was so I was a dancer, and that's how I ended up doing musical theater. So I was like, I was a dancer in Cinderella and a dancer in Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Oh yeah, yeah. I was one of the wives slash dancer, and then I graduated to the the big leagues. And you did. So, did you ever have a speaking role? Mrs. Potts. Oh, oh you were Mrs. Potts, not yeah. a little teacup. Oh. No, no, no. Not I a was, teapot. Yes. Oh, oh. The Angela Lansbury role. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. I did my best I mean, Angela yeah, Lansbury. Yeah, nice try. <laughs> nobody, nobody does a better Angela Lansbury than Angela Lansbury. I heard she came to see that production, too, and she said you were terrific. She definitely did. She came all the way down That's to really Southern nice. Virginia yeah. to watch a high school production of <laughs> Beauty and the she Beast. she does. Um... Yeah, so he, anyway, he's going to kiss this girl in the um, right, production. Right, your, your cut. And your it's her nephew. first kiss. The girl playing Belle, it's her first kiss. You don't think she's practicing? No. Oh, no. Like on her friends? I don't know. That's what, that's what you're trying to say. Are you, this is, I feel like we need to this is getting dirty make a U-turn. Well, Get on out what, of this. <laughs> well, I've seen the movie 13, and that's what they do, so I... The movie 13 is nothing like the play 13. No, maybe it's like Rachel where like she would practice kissing herself in the mirror. No, Rachel practiced on her friend, remember? She used to have that whole scenario of... They used to be the office and the secretary. Oh, the right. Program. There was that, too. <laughs> yeah. Right. right. She was insane, so <laughs> that's that's completely different. But, no, I don't think she's practicing, I think. Um, but it's funny because she's been wanting... My nephew is hangs out with the nerds, and he's not cool. This girl is a very popular girl, and uh, now she's been asking Billy to hang out with her and her mother 
like to wow. you know, maybe hang out a little bit. You know, like it's right. it's it's funny. She's kind of courting him a little, <laughs> and he's very confused. But he has another girlfriend. Yeah, I yeah. mean, when you're in the business, that happens all the time. It's very incestuous. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. People, you know, a lot, spend a lot of time. You also together. know how jealous I am of this entire scenario. <laughs> the fact that he gets all these parts. Right. He's got all these women already. I'm like, I was 13. I mean, you know, I had a couple of girls. You know what I'm saying? I, was, <laughs> I remember yeah. my first makeout party. I was very confused. And uh, are you, yeah, you so you're not going to play any clips from the, the evening? I'd rather talk about the makeout party in uh, <laughs> in Edison, New Jersey, which was uh, right by Ferraro's Pizza. Yeah, and um, that was a good place. No, so well. Here's a, so anyway, I guess everybody that's listening to the podcast was probably there, right? So uh, well, I think here. a lot of people, but I think next week I'm going to play the entire show, just oh. in case for those. Who no, missed. no, no. That's that was the plan yeah. all along that I was going to do it. Now the thing is, I did get the uh, stuff. I was going to tell you this. Uh, I got not just did I get the audio and I have clips today, but I also got the video. That's good. Uh, there's no sound to it, so I guess we have to combine. There's no this. sound at all. There's not even like a bad sound. There's just no sound. Not to the cameras. Oh, it's a, so I, I think we have to connect. Yeah, but that's tough when there's and no camera audio. one isn't coming out. So I want you to take it, check it out later. Camera sure. two and three we have. Got it. So so the, it, the so real reason proof. he invited me tonight. No, that is you know that's not the reason. Uh, I invited you both on because you both saw the show. And that was true. important, and you're both my Oscar people, so it that's worked true. out perfect. But yeah, let's. Um, I mean, yeah, let's. I have some clips, so let's uh, listen to a little bit. I mean, just I'll I'll just go back and forth. This is the the scuttle, but uh, before <laughs> the show. I'm just going to skip the same parts. He hates doing it every day, and he's got to walk past the set of The Godfather every day on his way to work. Screams, I tell you, screams. Maybe he's having a cigarette outside with Al Pacino during lunch break. Like, what do you guys got going on today? Like, oh, we're uh, making a plan to kill the the heads of the five families. It's going to be unbelievable. What do you got going on? You're going to stop Greg from smoking. That's not a laugh track. That's like actual people. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Yeah. What you got going on? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm laughing already by a sake because it's going to be so hilarious. I'm thinking of the, well, the thing was, maybe with Mark Rubble. You know what are you going to do? Oh, yeah. Hate their life in a way. You hope they get it. That's ah, a paycheck, but some of them don't. All right. The, the cues, the lighting, the music—it could get all messed up. But uh, that's you me know explaining what you're it. We're, we're in the place where Anne Frank and her family first had to stay. So I think it's the is, you know uh, their audio that's popping. Uh, but yeah, but there's a rumble there. It's trying to fix it. And, I think you did. Um, a lot of people will be playing multiple parts. Oh, there, yeah. Like myself, I think I have like five. Parts. So this is me describing it. Yeah, this know, is the best part to choose for the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> the you know, right, practical aspect of the show. What's the matter with you? That's disgusting. Oh, that's me. Hey, that's don't me. worry, it's early. We're not taking the picture without my... No, no, I'm not trying to get to a good part. That's me doing that. Get away. Sonny smashes the photographer's oh, wait, let's see. Then Sonny put the Don today. I'm trying to get to the big laughs. Dude, go, go to the end when the narrator does that whole apparently, the, the horse's head thing. That's really good. Mm-hmm. I'm going through some... extremely grateful. <laughs> oh. Don't rush me. That's, that's Luca Brazzi. Sonny goes out into the driveway to see the and he, get, he got an applause break every time he came on stage. I know. It's unbelievable. Mike Bichetti. Sonny goes out into the driveway to see the FBI guy. And what? Get out of here. It's a private party. Go on. Sonny goes up to what appears to be the leader of this case who's sitting in his car. Hey, what, what, what is it? Hey, it's my sister's wedding. The FBI agent shows Sonny a badge. Sonny spits and then turns and walks away. Goddamn FBI, don't respect nothing. Sonny sees a photographer taking pictures at the gate and flies into a rage. Hey, come here! Come here! Come here! Come here! Come here! 
I mean, when that gets laughs, you know you've got a good show. You know, just the, you know, let's move on. Uh, Michael, that man over there is talking to himself. That girl was horrible. And yet, funny, it worked out anyway. But right. I'm surprised that Lisa was, like, such a bad actress and, like, wasn't able to do anything except herself. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. I, I just, I expected more from her, I guess, because she seems fun and festive. But, um, yeah. See that scary guy over there? He's a very scary guy. See, well, he's not talking he into the microphone. Say? Right. His name is Luca Brazzi, and he helped my father out sometimes. <laughs> Luca stands up, facing Mike and Kay, seemingly coming toward them. Michael, wait, he's coming over here. Tom Hagen cockbox Luca and cuts in on his meeting. See, okay. it was great. Even the narration got laughs, right. and that's like when you know the thing is working. The table, Michael and Kay have been watching the entire scenario. Mike, you never told me you knew John Fontaine. Oh, sure. You want to meet him? Uh, now this oh. guy. Let's get to his. He's <laughs> very good. He's coming through the audience now. Just. People really appreciated it. I mean, he knows it by heart in Italian. <laughs> and I like also when... Um, uh, That's true, but I think you're missing the point. <laughs> Wait, I want to go to the... The FBI is... Come here! Come here! Oh, uh -huh. we did that already. Sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to go to the... You know, where... Where they uh, are dancing. I'm not sure if a dancing scene over radio will, will play. Letting you know. My father made him an offer he couldn't refuse. If you're just tuning in, Dave Jesko is playing clips from... What's wrong with that? No, I'm just kidding. That's not me. <laughs> you know, you're right. I I don't want to hear that story. It's too late. I already told him. So your family's in the mafia? Wait, whoa. Is that what you took from that story? You know, listening to it, it just sounds like we're watching a sitcom. It's funny. It's like, uh, it sounds like it's a fake laughter. It sounds like a yeah. sitcom, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> That's why I'm trying to, like, because I can't even believe it. it <laughs> I can't even believe how well it worked. Right. And here's the most ironic thing at all, that Memo Salazar single-handedly <laughs> saved, and you know what part I'm going to. Myself. That was a good part. All right. So now, Which part? You'll, you'll hear. This is you. Now this uh, Hollywood big shot's gonna give you what you want. It's too late. They start shooting in a week. God, you really are a dick, aren't you? <laughs> all right, all right, listen, I'm gonna make an offer again with you. Okay, but don't do anything too violent. Oh, this is you. Don't do anything too violent. <laughs> <laughs> go outside, enjoy yourself, and uh, forget about all this nonsense. I want you to leave it to me. All right, all right. Johnny leaves the room. Outside, the cake comes out, and Nazarene the baker takes a proud bow. Don is watching from his window. Look at that idiot, he's so proud of that fucking cake. It's fucking unbelievable. I said, that guy's gonna get a lunch. Tom, you know what, call that Jew congressman back. No, no, you know what? Maybe the cake is delicious. I'll wait until I taste it. Mmm, cake. I'll tell you something, if I ever buy my own island, I'm gonna eat cake and Big Macs all day. What's a Big Mac? You'll find out in a few years, Marty. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the only applause break besides Luca Brasi in the show, and Memo came up with that plan, and then the uh, Back to the Future music comes in. 
took him a second. People loved it. They were talking about it t- today. People <laughs> called funny. me like that. Back to the future bit. Now, when we first did that in rehearsal, it, it wasn't working at all. No, it wasn't. And I would have normally cut it out, except that I planned on playing the Back to the Future song as everybody was coming up for their, uh, you know, outros, their right. bows and everything. Right. So I didn't want to cut it. And um, the memo was like, well, maybe if you did it as the doc, Doc Brown, then right. it might work. And my God... It like worked like it was nobody's business. It like it doesn't even make sense that it worked okay. <laughs> you would think people would be completely now they're completely confused. We're mixing up the genres, the different movies. But it's no different than like the Family Guy or something where it just cuts to some. I, I guess thing. you're right. That's true. It's just um, I was just very surprised. But you were the one that uh, pulled that off, and boy, was that a huge deal. I'll be expecting my check. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What time's my daughter leaving? Right. Now here I, I think. By a friend of Johnny Fontaine's. And here's the oh, Mia's uh, waltz. Braggers. Oh, yeah, that's the second favor once he's been refused the first. Understood? Oh, you don't understand. Johnny Fontaine never gets that movie. That part is perfect for him. It'll make him a big star. And I'm going to run out of, out of the business. And let me tell you why. Uh-oh. Waltz gets up in anger. Tom now realizes he better eat up quick. This is not going to end well. <laughs> He second guesses coming on so strong with Waltz as he was really looking forward to dessert. <laughs> and now may not get it. Yeah, so let's just play that part with the horse's head and uh well, his website, Rosmanine.com. Well, thank you for dinner. The cheats off. Here. His covered body, his hilarious pajamas are also bloody. Until he realizes that he's in a pool of blood. As he unravels further covers, he finds cartoons. The horse's severed head in his bed. Apparently, somebody without cell phones or the internet set up an elaborate plan in about an hour where a couple of, I guess, very stealth post specialists right. snuck into the Waltz compound, killed the horse, chopped off the horse's head in complete silence, mind you, <laughs> then dragged it into Waltz's bedroom while Waltz was sleeping who certainly had a great night's sleep after telling the godfather to go fuck himself. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he did that it's unbelievably, good. right? I yeah. mean, it's amazing, because I'm telling you, in rehearsals, it was so different. He wasn't understanding it at all. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the power of doing it the right way is what made it work, and he could see how happy the audience was, and everybody was... Mm-hmm. Really happy and Mary, I don't. You've never even seen the film, right? Correct. But you thought it was a good time. Yes. Oh, wait a minute. That's interesting. Yeah. Right. I've seen part two. Oh well. Yeah. You don't have to wait till July so or whatever. Confused. I was like ten wait a years minute. old. Can we go back to what well, you mm-hmm. saw part two without seeing part one? Mm-hmm. It How was, was that? It was confusing. <laughs> Well, is it, it confusing though? I mean, yeah, I could think I could see part two and not see part one and be okay. But you've with seen it. all three, so it's so ingrained in you that I feel no, like but it's I hard really to feel separate. Like two stands yeah. on its own, which is why oh, I think it, it won the Oscar. It's, in that it's sense, a so. way better movie than part one. But if you don't know how Michael started, well, I don't know that. I, you know, the way it opens with just um, you know the way they explain. Vito at the beginning as a little right. boy and then goes to his grandson or, or son rather and I mean the way it's explained it I don't think there is an explanation necessary no that part works fine like all the backstory but the Michael the whole story well that I was like, even talking about when they were at his grandson's communion and stuff like how it oh, opens I, I mean see, I, I, I would I think if I was her I would just I'm, I'm involved oh, I'm involved yeah, and that's true I guess you were I mean, we, we know he's in the mafia because then it cuts to the Senator Geary scene and we know there's right. a situation, but I, I don't think you need the backstory. That's true. You know, it's funny you say that because actually 
And I'm not joking, but I saw the part three first. No, you didn't. Yeah, oh, I'll no. tell you why. Cause well, wait, wait. That came out in 1990. I know. I didn't see oh, the, But you were older, so. I know. I didn't yeah. see The Godfather for years. Me and neither. Like, I didn't see it until, the, until later. Yeah, in the 80s, I finally saw the first one. Well, there you go. So it's kind of equivalent if we had Yeah, so go on. How did you see years? three first? Um, but you could, again, you could totally see three first and not no, see. No, it's so boring. I, well, I, it's boring. It sucks. I, had, I was a projectionist in college, and it had just come out. So, like, I played it. I think twice I had to show it. And and I was like, what the but fuck? But you're like so anal like boring. me. Were you angry that you had to see, like you're mad that your job made you see three first and I, you didn't I, see the I, first two? I mean, maybe, but honestly, I just tried watching. I was like, this is the most boring movie I've ever seen in my it's life. so hard. It was terrible. Don't, you know, don't even bother. Don't do three. Oh, God, no. Just one and two. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, just one at least now because you saw two. Well, I think I need to rewatch two. I was very young and sure. like my memory is... You might want to catch up before the next, uh, you know, part, well, no, before, but, but, part but one of well, yeah, like, I guess, part two of part one. Right, right. right. <laughs> then you get an extra bonus. But it, I mean, how great is that? She's never seen the movie, but right. she enjoyed the show, yeah. right. which is the whole key. Which and is, neither had Sam, and she liked it a lot too. Yeah, and she's Indian. <laughs> she doesn't know from any of this stuff, <laughs> and she got all the gags. That's or uh, some of them shocking. Yeah, because I thought for sure I'm like, if you don't know this movie, you're gonna hate. I mean, it just seems like why would you laugh at any of it? No, that's no, the it was thing, funny. We were describing the whole thing, so right. in a way, right. you know, what do you need? the The question, I guess, would be when we continue it, um, and you don't see the from the beginning. You know, right. then are you not gonna be caught up? But I still don't think it's gonna matter. People seem to like it. The performances are good and. Yeah, exactly. You know, it is what it is. All right. So, oh, um, I'm sorry. I have a huge, a big announcement. A very big announcement. I probably should have done at the beginning of the show. We just got booked, thanks to this Godfather thing, on um, the New York City Podfest. Uh, we're going to be performing either Friday or Saturday night at this horrible place. I don't like the venue, but it's, it's me and, and Gilbert Show and, and uh, some other you know good high-powered shows at uh, the Cake Shop. Oh, cake shop! That's yeah. exciting. Down. Wait a minute. When you say we, you mean I meant you and me. I'm sorry. Uh, oh, the <laughs> this podcast. Yeah, I meant Not this podcast. The, I thought you meant the Godfather. Thing no, I meant this podcast. Oh, that's exciting. Uh, just yeah. today, uh, it, it happened. We're a part of Podfest. Oh, wow! <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. That's I, awesome. Cake shops and nice, was a tiny venue. Yeah, I know. That's why, like, I I didn't I didn't want to do it, and it looked like it smelled, and I saw pictures online of the bathroom, and I'm but like, but it's very you know hip. Cake shop is very hip. Well, I'm not hip, but I told them I would do my. <laughs> Are you not? <laughs> Apparently not. Um, I don't know. Do you? Let me ask you a question. Hmm. If you see me on stage, you, you, we've known each other for a little bit of time, like a year or so, and mm-hmm. you see me on stage and I'm doing the thing. I mean, uh, do I look hip then, maybe? Or even then, no. What about those shoes? Those shoes were snazzy. All right. See, yeah. Were, you, were so, you wearing your Hot Wheels shoes? I, which, <laughs> what, is that what? They, they were like blue shoes. alligator. <laughs> um, no, but uh, yeah, I told my if you do the Hannah and her sisters read. Right, and Derek's been waiting for that his whole life. Well, well, I don't think Derek's going to talk to me anymore. <laughs> After the show, we went to the comedy cellar. I mean, I am a dick. I am a dick. As long as you can admit it. Well, you know it. Memo knows it. And God damn it, Memo and this guy Derek, who I like very much, and this other girl, and we're hanging out, and they're like, well, uh, Erica has come to your show before. She came to your pod. And I'm like, no, 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 no. That was a big fat girl who came. Oh, my God. That was not Erica. But apparently she lost like 100 pounds. And then, no, she lost like 30 <laughs> pounds. She started wearing content. I'm like, it's a fat girl with glasses. I'm telling you. Can you imagine? It's not you. 
I felt like a bag of shit. I tried as to well work you it out. should. I tried as to well work it out. You, you know what? You want to hear the funny thing? What? I Facebooked her the next day because I want to. I want to take her out. Well, first of all, of I'm attra- course you do. Well, I'm way attracted to her. Oh my but, god. But uh, so I Facebooked her and I, you know, read friendship and I'm like, you know, uh, do you have the guts to, you know, Facebook me? She Facebooked me back instantly and then started liking all my stuff. <laughs> so maybe she wasn't as uh, angry as we thought. I mean, wouldn't she that was, be a she compliment? Wasn't, honestly, she wasn't. No. She wasn't mad. She was just really hurt. She really was. Like but why would shot. you be shirt, sh- hurt if she looks so amazing now and I didn't even know it was the same person? Because she's thinking that for most of her life, people behind her back are just thinking she's fat, and which is horrible to think about. What? you? I've, I feel that on a daily basis. <laughs> people know. are talking behind my back. They're like, that kid is so Jewy. It's That's right, you know. I mean, come but, on. But we you're all not, deal with it. Yeah, but you're not judged the same way women are judged by. I am. Parents. Well, maybe. You are. See, no. you've even. I mean, you've even said it on the show already. <laughs> People think I'm either gay, Jewy, or just a, just a major tool and fat, bald. They, I mean, they let me have it on a daily basis. That's true. You let me have it on a daily. <laughs> I know basis. it's true, but you deserve it. It's so I know I deserve it too. I'm so bad with names and faces. I do not recognize anybody. People come up to me and they're like, "Jessica," and I'm like, "This guy." I'm just bad at it. I talk about it all the time because I always say Bill Clinton. That's how he got elected. His um, names. He knows names and faces and never forgets. And he's able to use your name in mm-hmm. a sentence. So he goes, "Mary." I just want to say it was a pleasure. I met you about a year ago. Like he uses your name, and then all of a sudden you're like, uh, "I think." Did I, you I, use Bill Clinton as an example to do that voice? <laughs> I, I can't even do his voice. It came afterwards. But I always the, the joke point. is Very that insightful. I always say that uh, Hitler is was probably like that nope. because how can a guy so disgusting have a plan to get rid of all the disgusting people that look like him except him? You know, who's going to buy that? And he must have been very charming and he must have used your name in a sentence. <laughs> and it's amazing the power of what that can do. And I talk about it now. I don't know if you've been watching the OJ thing on FX. Oh, my God. Isn't it great? Oh, my oh, I'm so God. Glad you watch I could it. talk about that for it's hours. It's called The People versus OJ Simpson Memo. It's I've fantastic. I've seen the billboards, but I don't know. How, is it fantastic. good? It's Yeah, it's great. I, uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. as OJ. Mm-hmm. John Travolta. Who is just, you know, now you realize why he is still around. He's good. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's really good, and he can get it. You don't think that it's Travolta when you're watching. You're thinking, wow, he, this yeah. you don't remember well, who he it is. he looks so Well, crazy. he did that in Primary Colors as well, so he has performances. When a guy who's like that, who's very Italian and very the voice and a character and of he himself, can, hide him, mm-hmm. yeah. can get into another role, it's very, it's very riveting. And... Um, who are the guy that plays Johnny Cochran? I don't know him. He's wonderful. Oh, uh, Courtney Vance. Uh, Sarah Paulson, who was I think nominated last year, so well, she's hmm. in Twelve Years a Slave, uh, is playing yeah. Marsha Clark. Yeah, who plays Cato um, Kalen. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know, but the name. guy's a genius. <laughs> he looks he's like Kato. Amazing. Kato so that was my story. Is that I met Cato Kalen, and he's exactly like that dude. Of course, but you've met Cato Kalen. <laughs> I did. We hung out one night, and I'm telling you, during the OJ trial, we hung out one Stop. night. I swear to God, during the trial. Yeah, I thought Jeez. I told you this. I, I don't remember that it was. Uh, it's maybe. a classic Just Guess story. <laughs> I didn't. We remember went to trial. go hang out at this guy's house one night, and he's like, "Oh, my friend Cato will be there." I'm like. Kato Kalen, you know, like, it's like, yes, yeah, is, is that going to be a problem? I'm like, no, that's the greatest thing that'll ever happen to me out here. So we go to his house and we're doing the most fun thing where before the internet, I guess, we were watching dating videos because this guy was going to go on a dating site and you had and you had videos to watch. You could go to your house and watch a bunch of 
you know, likes right. of uh, what you like. I like that girl. I like number four, seven, and it was 34. a VHS tape. Yeah, they were custom VHS made tapes. for you, right, or whatever. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. That's right. And then he, but he even had the guys too, which was even funnier. <laughs> so we were high and we were having a blast. I mean, it was really funny. And I assumed, especially after watching the OJ thing, Cato mm-hmm. is just the biggest tool on the planet. Total the, idiot. This is a guy that uses your name and uses it in a sentence right away and then you like you you get it you so you were charmed it. by Kato Kalin he's like Dave isn't this so funny he says like even if it sounds like forced he uses your name and he remembers it and it just works <laughs> and we're all suckers for it it's and it, you you get why OJ said you should stay at my place because you're awesome right OJ you're the best or you're probably <laughs> calling him Orenthal you're amazing, you know, but this guy, Kano, he was so nice. Like, I was just like, dude, if you're ever in New York and you need a place to stay, remember, you know I can't stand having people <laughs> yeah, stay here. It's true. This guy was that charming. <laughs> it's true. Oh, no. No, he's right. You know, I actually did a piece on him for NBC many years ago, just mm-hmm. like a little news piece. And, you know, I watched hours of footage of him, you know, backstage and whatever. And, yeah, he was charming everybody around him and he's so sweet he's a likable sweet guy that got caught up in just a bad situation and he's obviously an idiot but he's like (laughs) a sweet idiot you know but yeah that show is fantastic David Schwimmer oh my god what do they do with the Kardashians is the most brilliant thing I've ever seen in life so heavy handed they are making sure that 20 year olds watch it and they are just going full force that Kim Kardashian is way involved in the OJ trial. Uh-huh. That she was involved in every step of the way. <laughs> and the way they're doing it is so funny. Robert Kardashian is taking his kids to dinner and they're like, Daddy, what's it like being famous? Because oh, they keep yeah. talking about you. are like, kids, you wouldn't like it. They're good to doing all this foreshadowing. <laughs> and it's the greatest thing I've ever seen, right? Yeah. It's so much fun. They're at the restaurant. That Daddy's famous. <laughs> you don't like those parts? I think it's a little it's like it's forced yeah I know forced but it's, that's right. but it's brilliant all I keep saying I'm like just like when they're like Kardashian I'm like oh my okay, god that was so it. messed up they keep chanting her name <laughs> Kardashian 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 it's I like mean, if you ever forgot for a second that his yeah. children were the Kardashians uh, it's so right. and then, then he it, loves that stuff though yeah of well, course he does <laughs> the stuff then, with um Connie Britton as Faye oh Resnick was she's amazing so good too. she's so God, she's really good. She's, she's so good. good. Did you watch Friday Night Lights? No, I know oh, she was good Tammy in that Tammy Taylor. But um, yeah, she was really good as Faye Resnick. And Larry King was amazing uh, this week. As Larry King. <laughs> <laughs> he's still alive. Still alive. And Nathan Lane as Effie oh Bailey. Oh my God, he's amazing. <laughs> uh, also, um, Evan Handler as um, uh, my favorite guy. The guy who was uh, Dershowitz. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. The guy that's from the guy. The I it's, know um, his, uh, that's Charlotte's, Charlotte's husband. Charlotte's husband, right, mm-hmm. right. Wow. Uh, everybody used to get him and Attell mixed up all the time. Really? Yeah, yeah. They don't what did you think alike. of Attell the other day? He was night? really funny. Oh, you liked him? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, Attell, oh, Attell opened the show and he was brilliant as usual. Well, he wasn't totally on, but he was still really <clears> good. He was just very brief, really. He was I think he like... was nervous. He was nervous if he could curse. He, he's polite <laughs> in that sense. I'm like, you can do whatever you want. We're all we're all adults. Right. Um, but his best joke, his new joke, was talking about the Jewish Halloween costume, which is a <laughs> reverse mortgage. Uh, <laughs> yeah, a yeah. very scary costume. <laughs> he was talking about Purim. You know? Yeah, that was good. No, he's always good. All right, let's get to the Oscar talk because that is the reason uh, we are technically all here well Mary 
you got me. Well, there. <laughs> I always ask you to come on, but um, I know you'll always you're always like I'm busy, I'm busy, but I'll do the Oscars. Mm-hmm. So the Oscars, NBA Finals. Right. Yeah. Mary has been helping me because everybody knows that I've lost Don't. money, <laughs> and you've been helping me make some picks. You know, because you're very good with the NBA. You're. It's so funny. I'm like, do you, should I pick the Hornets tonight? They're like, no, uh, Buzzleby's out, and I don't even know the players. And she Buzzleby, he plays for the know. Hornets. I, I don't know what. <laughs> Definitely. Anything. She knows all, who's Boogie. Boogie Cousins. <laughs> I have no idea. Boogie Cousins? Is. DeMarcus Cousins. I don't know. She knows He's all the self proclaimed. She nickname. knows where they're from. Wow. She has four favorite teams, but I believe her well, favorite team. Yeah. I'm going to just go on a limb here and I'm going to say that your favorite team, the one mm-hmm. you truly root for, if it comes down yeah. to four teams, like true love, it will be the Celtics. Correct. Hey, Always. Boston. Yeah. All right. And think, they're the number three seed in the East. <laughs> but let me, see if, let me see if I have the order correct. Okay. Boston it's, number it, one. It, okay, so Boston's like my number one. All right, always. I'm, I'm going to say Everything if I remember. Else is, yeah, it yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so, not but, static. Okay, but I think right now, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to say Boston one. Always. Pacers two. Yeah, they've been kind of boring. Then this Golden year. State two for sure. Yeah. She loves Stephon Curry. I'm riding that bandwagon. Like, well, who it wouldn't? Is nobody's I mean, it's a, business. It's an amazing ride this year. Amazing to. Will to, they, they get to seventy? Three and nine. Is that the record? Well, that's what they'd have to do to break it. Michael Jordan was he the one? Seventy-two that did that? and ten. Ninety-six goals. Michael Jordan. <laughs> Look at this. Girl knows her stuff. Wait a minute. You grew up where? Virginia Beach. Virginia Beach. Her, My he's, family's he's from family. Massachusetts, though, and oh. there's no like professional sports teams. And in I think Southern they Virginia, teach their so. teachers, and they think sense. they move around a lot. So. I see. And the fourth team is the Clippers. Oh. Yes, the Clippers have been underwhelming this year. Oh, so you just go year by year for the other teams besides the Celtics. Celtics and Pacers. Because my right. parents moved to Indiana recently. The, the other recently. teams are just yeah. year by year. So if Golden State hadn't won at all and they weren't too, you'd be like, I don't give a shit. No, I've them. actually gotten very like emotionally yeah. invested in the Warriors. Okay. I love Harrison Barnes. That was a big Suns fan. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a joke. I grew up in Massachusetts. You know, so. Oh, okay. He has no the idea Suns where the Suns are, are from. Having a really Phoenix oh, go sorry. of it this <clears> year. <throat> I was testing you. Like All right, that. let me ask you another question. Let's see if you Jesus. know. Jesus. All right. Where are no, the Bucks from? What state? Um, <laughs> that's a good. Now I feel like Rachel. <laughs> um, the Bucks. See, that's a team that back in my day, you know, they didn't exist. Like that might, they, they might not have. Yeah. I don't know when they came to fruition. I don't know. I think in the '90s, right? Maybe. So I like, don't know. maybe I, you know, in the '70s. I don't They're think from so. Wisconsin. Oh, see, They're the Milwaukee, Milwaukee. Bucks. Milwaukee Bucks, right? But mm-hmm. they might be a newer team, or maybe we're all three of us are idiots and we have yeah. no idea what we're. Or they're just about. a team nobody uses. Yeah, yeah. Cares. I just, about. when, when did I ever pay attention? Well, that's why. Right, yeah. Where are the Raptors from? The, see, they're new. That's the um, they are new. Florida, right? Wrong. <laughs> Try again, because technically you should know because you spent some time there. Well, not you Jesus, haven't spent time what there. I mean, but in the country. Wait, what? I gave you I gave it away. <laughs> in the country, you spent time in the Toronto, mm-hmm. uh, Toronto Raptors. You're from, but you spent time <laughs> in Montreal. They're super though, good right? this year. Yeah, no, I grew up in in Toronto. But, oh, you did. But oh. this '77, I was like, oh, I thought you were Blue from, Jays. That's when you were from in the Ta- Maple Leafs. Tatooine. Yeah, that's uh, right. After I beamed, Memo had the cutest <laughs> fake passport. You know, when like, I was like a little kid. As a picture of him, and it says he's from Tatooine. I like uh, typed it myself. It's a Star Wars passport. Oh my gosh! Yes. Uh, anyway, so uh, the Oscars. Oscars. Now, yeah, let me uh, let's get to it. But mm-hmm. I just I have to say this because your memo, you're not gonna believe this. Now, Mary has been helping me. I make I'm making bets. 
I'm already making bets. My site. Don't pull me into this. <laughs> has, no, no, no. This is hilarious. You don't think I'm going to believe that oh, you're making the, bets already? The, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, today I made my first bet on the Oscars. Now, as you can see on your charts, <laughs> I put the, the spreads, you might say, right. for the Oscars of what it's worth. Now, we all... Uh, well, let's, let's go to something like um, animated feature film. As you can see, I didn't even bother... Because Inside Out is such a shoo-in right. that you have to put up $5,000 to win $100. Right. Okay? Right. So that, I'm obviously not betting that. Same you know, with Leo. What? Right. And Leonardo right. DiCaprio, right. same thing. $5,000 to win $100. Right. So mm. those are shoo-ins, and that's what they know. And, you know, right. I mean, you could take a chance and bet Brian Cranston, but you're, you're just going to lose your money. Right. Um, so but if he I, wins. With all the things. Yeah, but... There you go. You have to pray for an upset. Hey, you never know. With costume design, there were no winners. The only thing that was even was Mad Max Fury Road. It was even. Even money. Right. Everything else was plus money. So Mary and I spoke, and I said, all right, I'm going to put 50 bucks on Mad Max for costume design. An hour later, the line went up to minus 140. Which means I changed the line. You changed the line? I, which means that my bookie <laughs> sensed that Casper, my name that they go by, uh, is in the entertainment business and is also probably half fag because I live in New York City. <laughs> oh, and man. he knows about fashion and you know the business that they moved the line on me putting $50 in because I haven't bet since the Super Bowl and they're like, something's up. Like, somebody calls their attention they're like, hey, hey, something's up with the costume design because there's no way uh -huh. that a bunch of sharp guys who usually move, you know, the Knicks line from six to six and a half right. on, on, a, on a certain player's line, you know, like Mary's the, the Hyman Rothstein of, or the, the, uh, the, the Ace Rothstein uh -huh. of uh, my life where she's changing the lines he just uh, called you Hyman, just so you no, know. No, sorry, it's Ace Rothstein from Casino. <laughs> you know, these guys that call in that are sharps, right. and they call in, they play the, the middles. Right. They're the ones that change. I've never changed the line, but I'm positive that changed off my bet, I... which is the funniest thing that's ever happened. If, if you say so, I guess. Yeah. Uh... Well, that's why I wanted to try a couple of other things, but let's go through So wait, it. what is that? It doesn't affect your bet. No, because mine's already set in right, stone. Right, right. But it's funny that they moved it off. Now you have to put up 140 to win 100, and I'd had to put up nothing to win 100. Right. Um, I don't know. You don't find that fascinating at all? Um, I just don't think that's the reason they moved it. But all right. Well, it's should we? Cute. Uh, let's, it's a cute reason. Let's start with uh, the best picture. Now, the best picture. Oh, we're starting well, with the big ones. Do you want to go backwards? Yeah, usually back? you do yeah, your you big like, I wasn't go sure. I wasn't sure. Okay, all right. Let's go. Ascending, uh, not descending. All right. So let's start from the, the bottom right-hand side. No, that vote. writing is big. This is alphabetical order. Well, let's just go in that <laughs> order. Mean, let's go with writing. Okay? All right. Fine. Fine. Okay, the original screenplay for writing, the uh, odds-on favorite right now is Spotlight. I don't think there's any uh, indication on any of the sites we've seen or anything that it's not going to be Spotlight. No. I'm pretty sure it's Spotlight. It has to be. Right. Yeah. Because that's, I feel like... It's got to win something, and that's what it's going to win. Exactly. Not to jump the gun, but I feel like the right, both of the writing prizes are the condolences for the ones who will not win Best Picture. Interesting, yep. As much as I would like either of them, too. Right, and Spotlight was brilliant. It was, it was great. so good. So it's like my well, favorite movie of the year. Right. I mean, the only thing I was thinking, and this is true for a couple of categories, is because they got so much shit about like not having black people 
and African Americans that like straight out of Compton they might be like, well, let's just give him that, you know? Yep. You're so, right. Well, did a black guy write that though? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> so there. Nobody won. There's no way to win. Yeah, even the movies like like Creed, like who got that? Sylvester Stallone. You oh know? my it's god, like, I didn't even think about that. So That's it's really like funny. no, it's Good. doubly insulting. But yep. uh, the thing is, uh, Spotlight should actually. Well, either that or, I mean, we'll talk about it, I guess, but Big Short should, I feel those movies should actually win it all. Right. Because I always think that when you win a Best Picture, it should say something about the time you live in. And those two movies are completely relevant mm-hmm. to now. And The Revenant That's is true. is a bag of shit. I'm sorry. I hated <laughs> it. All right. Let's go on. Writing adapted screenplay. It seems that The, yeah, big, the short big Short is the true yeah, odds on yeah, favorites. Yeah. Yeah, nobody else has a chance. What else would? Well, I mean, Room might, I guess, but if they start, it's like, not really what people love about it. Isn't the screenplay? Yeah. Much, so well, it's also like you just said. You guys just said. I mean, right. Big Short and Spotlight right. are getting nothing probably, right. and these are the condolence prizes, I guess. Right. right? Yeah. Which is pretty good, you know. I, um, if I ever write a screenplay, I'll be okay with that condolence prize. By the way, I just want you to know. totally. Uh, now, visual effects. It seems that the hands down one, for some reason, I guess in the exact same manner as you're saying, is Star Wars. Right. That it's they the, have to give it something. Yeah. Why is that? Why that one? Why visual effect? I mean, it should win. Well, it always wins technical stuff. Yeah. So it's either going to be like, there's another, what's the other category? Sound editing, right? Yeah. Sound And sound mixing, yeah. And, and sound mixing, but like even if people don't watch it they're like well it's Star Wars so they're gonna give it special and they're gonna go with like it's visually stunning they created all of these this new world even though really I don't know that it was really that I don't know I didn't think that well I hated it were that great I didn't see it you didn't see it no oh I didn't like it you know that I told you that I think that rings a bell so you we talked about that I didn't yeah you didn't like it right yeah no I Um, now with sound mixing I made a bet on it today and I took a chance I feel like uh, your problem has gotten out of control. I don't remember all of this. Out of control? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember these lines last year. Uh, no, I had them. Oh, I, okay. I told you what I was betting, and you helped me win on the animated last year. I think I won on... Uh, oh, Big uh, Hero 6. Yeah, 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 because that was plus money. It's all coming back no, to no, me. No, no, no. Believe me, I've been doing this much longer than you've been alive. <laughs> oh, gosh. He's not exaggerating. Yeah. My, Unless I, you're 48. When he's I was, not exaggerating. When I was 10, my cousin came over at the uh, the craps table, and he's like, now I'm going to show you how to play craps. It's a lot of money for a kid like you. Anybody asked you where you got that from, you tell me you're playing craps in Vegas. That's the only reason why I had to play craps, so I could use that as a lie when I would get win big at the track. All right. You know, we used to really go big on the High Lie events. <laughs> um, do you even know what High Lie is? No. Interesting. You know what it is, though, right? Yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. sport with this crazy little yeah. hook basket thing that you, like, whip. It used to be legal in Connecticut. That's right. <laughs> there was High Lie courts in Connecticut. Connecticut That's right. and Florida. I don't think they play it anymore. Huh? No, it's crazy. Um, yeah, it's pretty... Why was it I think it's illegal. dangerous. Oh, okay. You, like, well, it's a betting. Ball. No, it's a betting sport. I mean, legal, like, you know, it was gambling. Uh, right, but why couldn't you just play High Life for fun? Nobody played it for fun. I've never heard of anyone playing it for fun. Well, I mean, like, why? I never went to school with anyone that was like, I'm trying out for High Life. Right. You know, I never even heard of the sport. I think they made it up for gambling. No, no, no. It's been around it for a long like. time. But, there, yeah, I don't know, whatever. Uh, I just remember my grandmother taking me to the High Life. You know, you'd think just the dog track would be enough. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you know, my whole life yeah. has been around. It's not just my father's mother. Aunt would Judy. take us to everywhere. That's but that's that side of the family right. and Judy. But Aunt my mother's father was also huge into gambling as well. <laughs> so I learned it from everybody. It's in the blood. It's no hereditary. Yeah. 
So I put some money on the Revenant for sound mixing. I've seen a couple sites. What do you think? Mad Max again? Huh? Yeah, it's Mad Max. Well, yeah, I, I took a chance on that Max. one because Question I've seen various things. What does EV mean? That means it's even money. Okay. So I didn't have to put up anything to do it. I'm not going to win. I'll just. I think I. Did put, you put it on both though? I put twenty five bucks on. No, I only put it on the Revenant. No, no, no. I mean mixing and editing. Because they always go together. No, just no. See, I think they will not this time. <gasps> sound mixing and sound editing historically yeah. they always go together. Yeah, whoever wins. Because most people who are voting don't know what either of those mean, and right. they're just like, oh, that's true. Mad Max sounds good. That's true. I don't know. Everybody was saying the Revenant. I saw a whole bunch of things where they were saying maybe the Revenant. The Revenant. Stupid. All right, now look. This All the predictions say Mad Max, but that's not an upset. So the Revenant could be the upset. Especially if people, a lot of people will vote what they vote for Best Picture. So right. they don't know that much about the technical well, awards they Mad hear Max about how. planning on winning everything? There's no way it's going to win Best Picture. Right. Could it possibly? No, that's why it's going to win sound editing. Exactly. It'll win all the technical awards. Because it's an action movie. Mm -hmm. So it's going to win things that are, you know, like that. All right. So I'm going to lose money on that one. That stinks. All right. So wait, even money means if you put 100 bucks, I win 100 bucks. So you don't win anything. No, I win a hundred bucks. Oh, oh, I see. You get your hundred dollars back plus a hundred dollars. Right. right. So if you did, like, say you did the Revenant for sound editing. Uh, right. Right. Uh, so you would, have to put a hundred and fifty. No, no, no. That one, I put a hundred. I win a hundred and fifty. Uh, That's plus. Okay, I see. Uh, now the short film. They have this Ave Maria, but I have Ave been, Maria. Uh, Ave Maria. <laughs> yeah, Ave Maria is going to win it. Yes. You really do because I've also looked at some stuff and I shock. see the shock possibly plus 275. That's shock. Like He's a, a, good. a basketball player. Why do you think this Ave Maria, what have you seen about it that makes it like that it's already a shoe in Everyone's predicting it. Yeah, I, I was looking at just I, the descriptions of it, and it just seemed like the type of movie. I don't even remember what it was now, but it was. It seemed like the type of movie that you're like, oh, well, this is clearly the Oscar. This has to win. Yeah. yeah. See, oh, all right, and here I put money on this one. Hmm. Already, I'm I sure already animated. Did it. Yes. Are we okay? I took a chance because I was afraid. I think the Oscar ballots are in now. They are Tuesday. Right. So, uh, I, I took heard a that chance on my Oscars that podcast. my site would be would take off. The stuff now that it's in an envelope somewhere. Right. So I wanted to bet it quick, even though I wanted to wait yeah. till the podcast and then bet tomorrow. Mm -hmm. But you know, after we talked, but I took it, I was like, you know what? Maybe they'll pull it off the site. So for short film, mm -hmm. the Sanjay Sanjay's super team. Yeah. Is the odds on favorite. Yeah. But I put it on Bear Story. Mm. I, I'm with you on Bear Story. I saw a lot of stuff that said Bear Story. I, I think Bear Story. I heard World of Tomorrow. I saw World of Tomorrow as well. But I'm taking a shot. Bear Story is Yo, plus $700. That's a I put $20 bet. Yeah. on it. That's a good bet. You know, I think Sanjay's super team, though, that's the Pixar one. For 20 yeah, but apparently Pixar doesn't... They lost the eight last times for the short animated Did film. Did they really? I thought they always won it. Apparently, they do not Back win the, the short films. They huh. win the big ones. Well, I really enjoyed Sanjay's super team. You saw it? Where'd you I see did. it? Oops, why did you open with that? <laughs> it was before The Good Dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> oh. How old are you? <laughs> no wonder she was angry about that 13 year old comment. Of, <laughs> wait, but you de can I see your license? Um, wait, so you're, this was before I didn't see the good it dinosaur? By choice. Hmm? Yes. Do you have nieces? <laughs> Why did you see the good dinosaur? Someone but look who's talking. You're at you. You're really giving her shit. She about knows the she way I am. <laughs> she you know won't give room back. 
Um, you won't like Room. It's too like. I want to see depressing. it. I'm looking forward yeah. to it. That girl's gonna win Best Actress. I like True. to see those performances. She's amazing. I was spoiler so, alert. Was we haven't be... gotten there yet. <laughs> oh well, uh, that you know, I was gonna be flip out if Kate Blanchett didn't win last year since we all saw. Uh, Wait, was, what? Was it, was it two years ago? We saw. Oh, uh, Blue, Blue Jasmine. Jasmine. Was that last year? Like three no, years it was ago. Like two or three. Oh, years was ago. it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just remember. That being the last person, I was like, if she doesn't win, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do something. I'm gonna get angry, right? Because that was I'm gonna a write hell a letter. of a performance. Um, maybe. <laughs> so I have money on Bear Story. It's plus seven hundred. It seemed. Like I'm with a, you on that. I, if I knew that was the line, I'd it. give you twenty bucks too. That's uh, that's a great. Okay, now production design. I keep looking at this one. Mm-hmm. Now Mad Max again for yeah. some reason. I don't know what it is about this movie that it's just It's going to win all the time. It's going to win. It's going to win. Mad Max. It's Mad Max. Who gives a crap? Everybody. Well, you got to understand, right? This guy, this the guy that made Mad Max. George like, Miller? Mm-hmm. So he only makes a movie every once in a while and it's always a great movie. What you, so you're saying that Gremlins 2 should have been If I just had this <laughs> Go ahead. Um no, but you know, he made Babe. Like he's just Oh, you made Babe? Yeah. Are you sure? Didn't he? Oh, I don't know. Babe, I love yeah. Babe. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. I didn't know that was him. Well, now I gotta d- make sure I'm Verified. not crazy. But like, but he did Gremlins also, right? Wasn't I don't that think him? he did Gremlins. Oh, that wasn't him. No, I thought oh. that was just a joke you were making. No, um, I actually thought it was him. I remember him from the '80s. Oh, maybe he did do Gremlins. I don't know. But he, I mean, he, it's like he's Australian. He, makes he did Australian all films. the three Mad Maxes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, made Mel Gibson a star. So we should really hate him in many ways. Um. Uh, yeah, I guess. Um, anyway, no, just, but but he but like plus this movie's gotten so many good reviews. Not just mm-hmm. really. So it's like it's one of the. Good. It's one of the you few movies. It? Yeah, yeah. Like it. how many action you movies? No, I haven't. But I want. But I mean, how many action movies do you ever hear that like critics rave over? And then mm-hmm. it's also really popular. The Matrix. It was the like on right. the number one of a bunch of critics. Yeah. Lists for the year. It looks so horrible. That's it why was I very was like, good, you know, and I would say the most interesting part of it was the like visual and technical sides. That's so funny so, because I saw you know the, the Mad Max Two is one of my favorite movies of all time so you would think I would like but I think that kind of stuff makes me mad when they remake it you know no it's really good but that's, I don't think this is a remake though it's well I don't know I haven't what, seen what do they talk about Mel Gibson's character in it does it take place in the future or is it in the past I don't I don't know you don't know no <laughs> Um, anyway, this production design, Mad Max again, is favored by twelve hundred. Yeah, yeah, I think. That's I don't right. think there's an upset in there. Yeah, what else is going to beat the uh, Revenant? The Revenant's the only one that could yeah. maybe. No, give but it the Revenant's going to get. That's like, like the way you were like Birdman last outside. year. It's like oh, the de facto. Birdman should shut up. <laughs> All right, here we go. Music, best original song. Oh, I have. I have. Oh, the he made clips. Happy Feet. Oh, good. Did for he him. really? Yeah. What a bag of shit that is. <laughs> Are we going to? Well, did he make Gremlins? Lorenzo's oil. <laughs> I don't even know. That's that the word that's with Susan Sarandon. Oh. That's a bigger crime. No, but he did make Babe. Oh, he did? Yeah. No Gremlins. Uh, I mean, I, it, no. Doesn't say that, but. Who made Gremlins? I don't know. I there's a guy named George. There's a lot of guys named George out there. George Romero? Yeah. Yeah. Look, who, look who made. Uh, All right, hold on. Babe, I'll start playing the original songs. Now, here is uh, the first original song. Uh, apparently it's a it's a runaway. Well, it's not a runaway, but I mean people seem to think Lady Gaga is going to win because she's Lady Gaga. I guess mm, that's God. what that's why I chose it. Yeah. Just so isn't that great? Because that uh, The funny thing is, you if you give it to where is it? this guy, uh, then you can solve your black problem. 
I mean, it's a shitty song, uh, because right. but it's from Fifty Shades of Grey, and it's from The Weeknd, and he's really good, and he's popular, and he seems like a fun guy. Uh, but this song sucks. Right. But if they gave it to him, they could right. say, like, you know, why? If you, you know, if you're also going to give this song to Lady Gaga, right. You're just digging your own grave. It's true. You know? It's true. <laughs> just give it to this guy. He's good. Like, what is it? I can't kiss. I can't. What's the song that he does? I can't feel my face. I can't feel my face. Right. I couldn't think of it while this song's playing. This song goes nowhere. Look. It's kind of like uh, the Godfather show where I can't find. Yeah, a good it's a clip weak it. showing. Oh, it really is. Here's this one. I don't even know what movie this is from. This is from a band called Manta Ray, and it, it, the movie is called Racing Extinction. What? Where? What is that from? I have no idea. These songs suck. Everyone's worse than the next. What are you playing? A Manta Ray? Yeah. We can just accept that it's going to be Lady Gaga and move on. Well, everything's better than this. I can't even find a song where it pops. Like it, you know, I've flipped through it and they can't even see it. Now, this one's even worse. This one has to just really anger black people because this is like an opera song, you know. <laughs> it's, just, it's called Simple Song Number Three. And it just goes nowhere. From a movie called Youth? Mm-hmm. You know that one? Who's in that? Jane Fonda. Right? I don't know. No, no, no. Is the one? Is not the one with Michael Caine where he was supposed to get an Oscar nomination? Oh, is that right? Mm-hmm. Did, and everyone said it was so the best performance of his career. This is simple song number three, right? So that's David Lang wrote that. That's right. And he's a very famous American classical composer, but I don't think anybody gives a shit about that. Fair. Look at, listen to this. Are they gonna do? I mean, if they're smart, they don't even play these songs at the Oscar. Oh, but they will. They have to because they want Lady Gaga to perform. Uh, Then you gotta sit through this crap and this is what ruins the entire show. No one cares. But people are gonna be like, oh my God, she was amazing. Whoever this horrible woman is. I mean, she sounds good, but nobody cares. So here's uh, Lady Gaga's song, which is just as bad as the others. Just as bad. I'm skipping around. You tell me it gets better. It gets better. You say I pull myself together, pull it together. You'll be boring. Does it? Does any song pick up? Here we go. Yeah, finally something. Ironically, possibly the best song of the bunch. <laughs> it's still a bag of crap. All right, yeah. now here's the the last one, and this is really pissing me off because this is from the damn Bond movie. I figured you'd pick this one just because it's James Bond. Yeah, but it's a crappy James Bond song. Listen to this jerk off. Remember when Paul McCartney used to do Bond songs? That was the best. Them's were the days. You were like minus 20, right? Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> oh, I'm so angry. This yeah, sucks. I mean, you know what the best song is? This one! From Casino Royale! Now that's a James Bond song! Yeah! Ba-da-da-da. 
The karaoke podcast. Won't like what it would without us. Alive, with me. You just cut your audience in half. Come on, now, look, I popped. You can pick any Bond song, and you pick this one. It's my favorite Bond song of all time. Good point. This is not your favorite one of all time. Yes, it is. Why this one? I love it. More than View to a Kill? This is my favorite Bond movie of all time. Thank you. View to a Kill and Live and Let Die. Yeah, exactly. Those are... And Goldfinger. It's a classic. This song is terrible. (laughs) No, it's not. It's awesome. Or even Skyfall, man, if you're going to do modern. This is is the one. This is the one? Yep. I don't believe you. I swear to God. What about a... I thought you were a Bond fan. I am. That's upsetting. He's I'm a Bond idiot, fan who can make up my own mind. When no, I think Casino Royale is the best movie ever made, the best Bond movie ever. Casino Royale is a great movie. That song is not a great song. Yeah. No, it's a great song, they and I'll tell you why. Always because not only is together. it an awesome song, and I listen to it on a daily basis. That's awesome. I really Ironically like it. bad. I like Chris Cornell a lot, but they can play this throughout the entire movie, and it sounds great, just like Live and Let Die was great because oh, it plays throughout the entire movie, or <laughs> um, n- n- nobody does it better, and it fits. What about um, Octopussy that Elvis Costello did? That was really good. <laughs> Put your tentacles around me, Octopussy. <clears throat> anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, I, I'm sorry. That is my favorite Bond song. That's crazy. I, I That's love crazy. the Duran. That's absurd. This one, because this one... Live and Let Die and Duran Duran. A View to a Kill. Uh, and then, great uh, song. Well, yeah. no, nobody yeah. does it. Yeah, View to a Kill. You... That's what I... Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. That's a great song. A horrible movie. So I'm trying to put the two together. But a great Bond. You mean Roger Moore? Wasn't that Timothy Dalton? Yeah, no, that no. was... Um, what's his name? Roger Moore. View to a Kill? No, Roger it's Timothy Moore. Dalton. <laughs> right? Isn't that his name? Oh my God, I'm just going to I thought it was... These idiots figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> Are you gonna really argue with me on this? I was yes. a lot. I saw it in the movie theater. Yeah, I'm not I gonna kid. argue with you on that. I'm not with you, but was, I will argue I'm, with the fact that, that Roger Moore's shitty last song film. is the best song. That's yes, ridiculous. It's true. It's Roger Moore's last film as Bond with Christopher Walken and I Grace Jones. Was... Now he's probably right. I know him. You're By the way, Joe right. Dante. Right. Joe directed Dante. Gremlins. That's the guy I was thinking of. Isn't right. he also Australian? No. I don't think so. I think oh, he's you're right, guy. Joe Dante. He did the Inner right. Space, and you know, he did all. He made a whole bunch of them in the '80s. Yeah. What happened to him? Did he die? No, he made some hard. He was. He's a big friend of Tarantino. Mess up him and George Miller all the time. I don't know why. And Arthur Miller, those guys. (laughs) Interchangeable. That guy was damn good. That Arthur Miller, and he knew how to pick a woman. Well. I'm sorry you guys hate that James Bond song, but I think it's the best, and I sing it at karaoke all the time because it's just so funny. When I got um, arrested that time, when I got my car out of the parking lot, I was um, I got so wasted. I oh, sang gosh. karaoke across from Lansdowne Road at the uh, bag, uh, whatever that place is called, and I just went around the audience and sang this song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was so into it, and like, just so I felt so free. Cleared the house, <laughs> pretty much, but uh, <laughs> there was nothing they could do about it at that time. All right, so besides that interlude, um, uh, best original score. Uh, right, we're all in agreement on Lady Gaga. Best original score, apparently everybody says The Hateful, the Hateful Eight. Eight. Well, it's Ennio, right? Yep. 
So Who? it's Ennio Morricone, the guy that did the all the like spaghetti west. Yeah, you know, you, you know good, what the I just bad picked. and the ugly. Excuse me, you know what I just picked for my favorite Bond song. Obviously, <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, you know, he's the most. Fa- he's never. I don't think he's ever he's won. Never won an Oscar. Well, well, how old is he? Eighty. Well, he's super old. Oh, I was gonna say this he's is like good, the bad and the ugly. He did all the all the Clint Eastwood all it's, the spaghetti westerns. Like it's all, the career. Yeah. Oh, Oscar. so Tarantino's in love with him, and he just got him to do right. And so you know, if he doesn't win this, he'll never win. He's gonna die next year, and then so he's got to win it. Yeah. We're all good on makeup and hairstyling, assuming this Mad, Mad Max. Max. God damn it! Yeah. Again. If if anything, maybe the Revenant. Is there any way that Son of Saul does not win Best Mustang. Foreign Language? Do you do think Mustang could win? Should I put money on I mean, it? it could Son be. of Saul is like another. It's one of those Jew movies. Oh, Holocaust. Thing? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. God, they really. So they're gonna win. Gonna win. Smart. Why don't we just make one of those? I know. What are we doing? I don't know. You tell me. Let's just make well, we one. should do. You know, Rachel's idea: the biggest tramp in the camp. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh, she has that song that goes yeah. with it too. Yeah, we'll make a movie out of it. Right. We'll make millions. That's not a bad idea. <laughs> uh, now, film editing for editing. I mean, again, that's a tough Mad one. Max. I don't what? think that's Mad Max. I, I I've don't. heard the Big Short potentially, really? which because I would Max say well money, made. So. I like, yeah, I, I mean, like the way it was wait, put I'm together. I'm writing that down right now. Yeah, it's either I think it's Big Short or Spotlight. I don't think that's a Mad Max. That's another I, one of those Constellation Prize. I, yeah, Ooh, I think Mad Max is the favorite. He could win favorite. some really good money for that. And if Mad Max wins all those other awards, right. I think you're right. They give yeah. it to somebody else. If I pick the Big Short, I don't know. I didn't and write I it down because I thought it was so. The Big Short clear. is a flashier edit- editing exactly. job than Spotlight. Oh, Spotlight's exactly. very subtle. Skill knows. They like throw in ludicrous. You, you don't make and, films. Where do you oh, get these? Where do you get I this wish. stuff? <laughs> she wants to be. What a lawyer are you doing working with this guy? Go switch to filmmaking. She wants to be a lawyer. I do. Do you want to be an entertainment lawyer? Ugh, no, but if I could be like an NBA lawyer. Yeah, but why can't you? But you're young enough that you could completely do that, couldn't you? We'll see. Come back in like 10 years. I can get you that job. Okay. You want help? Sure. Is this one thing you have to do? Like, no thanks. Be, I'll be carve careful. my own path. Yeah, but careful <laughs> what, what deals you make. No, 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 no. I'm not expecting anything. <laughs> um, for a documentary short subject. Body Team 12. Why? Yeah, why? Um, You're just saying that because you see it's minus 150 on the list. No, right. it has. Now why I, can't a girl in the I've, river win? That's what I think is a girl in the river. That's I've seen a girl in the river and Claude I can't trust you. You, you do the right thing, <laughs> but not the one that's going to win. No, a girl in the river seems inter- like it seems like a topic. Isn't Body Body Team 12 has a very dramatic story? I don't remember. I don't know what any now. of them about. I think it's a hilarious name. <laughs> I think it I think it's like about the like Thunderbirds. A, it's Body like a team bomb squad or something. <laughs> this like isn't that. the South Park guys doing something. <laughs> no. Oh, it's about the Ebola crisis. Oh my God! What is the matter with these people? Is this necessary? and it's an HBO movie, so they've got a lot of money behind it. Oh, that's true, don't they? Uh, my friend was just doing something for HBO the other day. Who was? Oh, it was you. You mean Sesame Street? Yeah, yeah. And then you told me uh, how much money they had. Yeah, that's right. I'm sorry. I couldn't remember. Because it, it, it still confuses me that Sesame Street's on HBO. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I watched the first two episodes because it's so weird that it's on HBO, you know. Is it really? Sesame Street. They moved. What yeah. happened to PBS? They're it's still, still on, on there, PBS. too. They air, the, they air the original ones first on HBO. They have a first. Oh, interesting. Look, and they gave them a whole bunch of money. It was a very smart move. It very was. crafty. Documentary feature. There's no way Amy doesn't win, right? Um, I think it's Amy. However, it could be what happened to Simone again because of the whole African American. They're getting shit about it. Um, Mary, so, your thoughts? I haven't really seen a 
viable alternative to Amy. Yeah, I think it's Amy. About. I mean, I mean, the the Miss Simone documentary is, is fine. Quite frankly, I can't wait to see that Amy. It looks I really, really want to see good. that. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, I know it's her. No, but, but it looks like an actress playing her. It's everybody, so weird. everybody has raved about the movie. Whoever the movie makes that actual movie with her playing her, right? They're going to win an Oscar. You right. Know, it's going to be so funny. It's such a perfect person to play. I mean, it's got to be a dream for every... You know, Jennifer Lawrence is playing that movie in a couple of years. <laughs> right. And any voter who hasn't seen all of the documentary movies and probably won't goes, I know who Amy Winehouse is. Excellent that movie's point. gotten buzz and right. we'll vote for it. Yeah. All right. So we come to directing. Or should we save that for another best picture, even though that's where it is in the category? We can just keep going. Directing... Last year's winner. Yes. Uh, Memo, I'll let you pronounce his name. Uh, Inaritu. And if he wins, he'll be the first person to win back-to-back Oscars. He'll, he'll be the, like, I thought John Houston had won back-to-back. Since like 1950. Oh, right, I don't right. think it was John Houston. I think it was somebody else. But I don't know who it was. It would be... For, who directed the Grapes of Wrath? Um, Grapes of Wrath? Yeah, that's know. who I think... Oh, I think that was Johnny. Yes. And then he won the next year for something else. Really? Yes. Um, so yeah, yeah. That, I mean that he's is not a, sure about do that, it again. Uh, yeah. Let alone he's Mexican, right? He is Mexican. Let alone a Mexican director pulling I that know. off. That's something else. I know. And then how bad are the blacks going to be about that? You know? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, whoa, 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 whoa! How mad is Spike Lee at this point? Right? <laughs> you might remember do the right thing. Okay, that is not how Spike Lee. He speaks. talks just like that. Mm-mm. And you know what the worst part is? Look at this category. It's uh, Adam McKay, Tom McCarthy. <laughs> it's like it's whiter than white. And then the Jew, Lenny Abramson, I guess. <laughs> and then the Australian and the Mexican. It's um, yeah. I mean, you it's know, it's not very diverse. It, and yet it is. It's completely diverse, but not the way they're right. You know, looking for it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's so like Spotlight he, is really good, but it I, is. I don't think it's going to come Yeah, he also won the DGA this weekend. And that usually goes hand in yeah, hand, Yeah, I right? think it's like in its history, it's gone the same I way 94% of the time or something right. like that. They, it so, is said that George Miller could completely win this award. He could. I think you're right. If anyone does. Plus 450 bucks worth right. putting 20 bucks on. I think that's... Right, because he is like a director that... And do you won. think that there could be voters who are clearly 60 and white who are just very angry and they don't want somebody to win two in a row? No. <laughs> the alternative vote, if you're using that argument that that demographic is going to vote against the revenant, that is they're the not, demographic. That's they're the not going to vote so for Mad why. Max. They're, that's that's a good movie, point. They're going to vote for a spotlight yeah. or like something spotlight. much more tradi- They're going to vote for a spotlight. Yeah. You know, like, Mary, you and your smarts. It's no, she's good. Mad she's Max good is lawyer. Too... I'd love to see you in action. In the, Thank you. In the, do you get to do that kind of lawyering? No, I'm a paralegal. <laughs> <laughs> but well, someday, right? Yet. Hopefully. It'd be really exactly. exciting. Because yeah, then you could combine your, your love of, of the theater. We're going to do the teapot thing. Yeah, yeah, with yeah. Like, with like... I love Perfo- her. It's a performance. Yeah. NBA lawyer would be uh, awesome. Oh, right. right. Yeah, but then you'd just be getting like rapists off the hook and stuff. Like, no, no, no. Yeah, like, she loves that, Like though. negotiating <laughs> people's contracts. Like my client is worth four point five million. Excuse me. But we're he we're gonna walk. <laughs> exactly. But he's without that trade clause. Three point five. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It seems dirty. And then costume design again. Mad Max. No, no, no. I, it is Cinderella. not gonna win. It is not gonna win. Listen, um, costume design, right? Oh, right. I I changed. Sandy that line. Powell is nominated for two movies in costume design. Is That's it the girl Carol in Cinderella? Cinderella? Yeah. So you don't think it'll be Mad Max? I just put fifty bucks on. No, it. no. It's just, I mean, I thought we talked about it this morning that you said that was. And gonna then I, be, I, oh, I, t- I told mind? you, I told you not to do anything that I would do research. He can't wait. I couldn't wait. The line was even. Not it my seemed fault. like a good. 
but don't, yeah. I don't condone your gambling. Well, I'm going to stick with that costume design one. I no, think it's got to be. For that. Sandy, I mean, she's nominated for two out of the five movies. But you doesn't know? they think that cancels her out sometimes? Sometimes. Oh, maybe. But, no, but you know what? Let's look at the uh, Tonys of last year with Fun Home. <laughs> oh, man. Three of the girls were in Fun Home. They all played the same character. They canceled each other out. That idiot from The King and I won. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. Shut up. <laughs> I, the I hate the king and I, and I hate that. But one I don't minute. like you know. Carol has beautiful costumes, mm-hmm. but it's, but I don't think people care. They look at Cinderella. And yeah, like, I mean Cinderella better. seemed like the obvious choice just because yeah. yeah. Cinderella. That's a costume thing, right? right. Yeah. But if you're looking more intently on what a costume is, it's sometimes stuff like you know the Revenant. It's such a joke. It's not going to be the Revenant. Yeah. So cinematography, they say, will be the Revenant. Yeah. 100%. Why? It stinks. That movie stinks. It will also be another back-to-back winner. I forgot his name. But he's Chino. That is, you know, for cinematography, I would say probably Carol would be a better choice because of the way it is filmed and the, and you know, because it's a period piece and everything. The Revenant's filmed in the woods. Remember when I did that when we were eight, <laughs> Super 8 film? It's stupid. But the whole, like, story that they've been painting during the campaign of The Revenant was how difficult it was to shoot, how arduous it was, the, like insane conditions that they went through and this is the perfect award to reward them for that in. I'm going to read you uh, something from the uh, Hollywood Reporter today. It's uh, this guy and and he's anonymous and he tells this guy every it's a brutally honest Oscar ballot and he does it every year, this dude. He says he talked to one of the Oscar voters and he says I rule out Leonardo immediately because it's a ridiculous performance this is exactly the way I feel that's why I like this it's I mean it's his worst performance he's ever done right they are running his campaign based on how hard it was to make the movie right I'm tired of hearing about it this is an Oscar voter that's what he gets paid for I mean this was not in the nook of the north a 1922 (laughs) docudrama shot in the Arctic for Christ's sake give me a break he got millions of dollars and I would assume that he had heaters (laughs) the fact that he's never won before he's a young man he still has time I agree with that Steve Jobs, Michael Fassbender is also out because he's in a dopey movie. Trumbo's Brian Cranston was nominated because of whom he played, not how he played him. I like Matt Damon in The Martian and Danish Girl's Eddie Redmayne very much, but Eddie broke my heart with the way he showed how painful it must have been to know something about himself that no one else seemed able to understand. So, But he, he would vote for Eddie Redmayne. But I love what he says about Leo because I agree. This is his worst performance. Just like Martin Scorsese running for The Departed, right. which is his worst movie ever. Right. Uh, yeah, no, we understand that. Um, but it, and, like, and they're they... going to stand for him, too. They're going to stand for him. Yeah. Now, he should tell everybody to sit down. This is my worst performance, people. Right. If you want to stand for me, stand for me when I Gilbert eat Grape. the gangs of New York. Gilbert, Gilbert Grape. Grape. Right. <laughs> I mean, the only time people's... Uh, you, know, you know they're going to stand for it? And you know goddamn deserves it? Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> And it's going to be a coronation of the greatness of who he is and what he's accomplished in life. A coronation, I tell you. You think you'll be able to say one con- coherent sentence? I think he's going to say Israel was <laughs> All right, so um, back so to the cinematography. Revenant, animated feature film. We're all positive. It's inside, inside out. out. There's no way anybody. Next. I've never. You don't think Shaun the Sheep movie? I mean, are they even? Did they even put these movies out? Yeah, Animalisa. Is an amazing. I mean, honestly, that should win. Well, that's a Charlie Kaufman film, and it's like this amazing really? stop motion mm-hmm. animated film. The whole thing is it's Charlie Kaufman. He directed it and wrote it. Wow. Mm-hmm. And this and the animation's insanely great. I mean, there's nothing like it. 
But nobody gives a shit. They're going to give it to the inside out. You know, yeah. I worked out. with Charlie Kaufman, and he's <laughs> all right. You know, I almost won an Oscar for that one, but it didn't work out. I like working with Meryl Streep in that. Wait, let, can you guess who he's trying to do? It's completely. It's okay. You're, you're right supposed now. to say no. It's a terrible. Um... Is this supposed to be <laughs> Nick Cage? Yes, it is. Oh, pretty okay. good. Yeah. <laughs> I love you, <laughs> Mary. I just think you're the greatest. This is weird. <laughs> um, okay, actress in a supporting role. This is the most interesting category we have left. Is that sad to say? Yeah, well, because <laughs> there's not an uh, there there's not an odds-on favorite. Everybody's saying this. You can pronounce her name correctly. Alicia Vikander. From the Danish yeah, girl is the odds-on favorite, mm-hmm. but yeah. uh, Mary is also for told a me, lead take role a shot in an in a supporting category. Take a shot at Kate mm-hmm. Winslet, right? Yes, I think if you. That she's the upset. She's the safe upset. Potentially Rooney Mara for Carol. But Carol has like less than... It's, it has no momentum. I just like Rooney Mara from uh, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Rachel McAdams. That's the one they should have replaced her with a black person because nobody's voting for her. It's a bag of crap performance. But no black stinks. people in Boston, so there wouldn't have been a spotlight. Yeah, I black guess person. good point. Good. Well, for they could have done another movie. Right, it's true. You know who should have been nominated was Stanley Tucci in that movie. Yeah, he, oh, was, good. he was good. He was better than Rachel McAdams. Right. He's always, that guy's always good. He's he is. always good. He should be nominated every year, just like Meryl Streep. Um, actor in a supporting role. It's I ridiculous. Mean, come on. That's, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. You've got a problem with that? Shut up. Jesus. What do you know? You know what I know? What about this? Oh, no. Who's this girl you're going out with tomorrow night? I do know. Oh, you know, don't you think I hear things? A lot of canaries flying around the docks. I'm going out with Paulie's sister. <laughs> hey, Ralph. What? Hey, she's retarded. She ain't retarded, she's shy, you know? I'll tell you what to do. Take her to the zoo. I hear retards like the zoo. Hey, this bum got to say that. All right, back it up. Bro. You know, that's my favorite. Take her to the zoo. She's a retard. But I snipped it together, so it's a hilarious... Yeah, I can hear it. No, 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 but it's a hilarious sitcom bit. 50 bucks. You and your girl, Adrian. This, is, nice this yeah? is real dialogue, but watch what happens. How'd you know her name? You don't think I hear things? <laughs> yeah. Hey, what? Remember what I told you. What'd you tell me? Take it to the zoo. Wait, listen. What are we doing here at the zoo? Well, uh, you know. I said that I made it like a sitcom. So what are we doing here at the zoo? Oh, why did he take her to the zoo? Then you need a, a laugh track to come after that. Well, I mean, it's just kind of funny. He said retards like the zoo, and then he took her to the zoo. I get it. I get it. Why would he do that? I because because he, he's retarded. Because I don't what? know why. Excuse me. Sylvester Stallone is. I mean, what did you say it's ridiculous that he's. I know he's going to win, but like really. Let me explain something I, to you. I kind of feel like if there's going to be an upset, right? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be here? Wouldn't it be yeah. with Mark Ruffalo? I think Mark Rylance. Mark Rylance. Bridge of Spies. Uh, see, I don't know He was about very movie. good. Was, I enjoyed that movie a lot. he's only plus 250, but come on. Everyone worships Sylvester Stallone. Do they? He's awesome. He's such an Although, He's going to yeah, win. He's the greatest at, person ever. Mm, at the Golden Globes, that like standing ovation. You got one? Yeah. I didn't... Wait, you, you looked like you didn't like it. No, I'm saying that's like... It basically... Ensured his win. Oh, I see. Oh, I see. Oh, for tonight, yeah. uh, for Sunday. Um, yeah, I mean, the thing is, he's awesome. I mean, they will stand, and it's a lifetime achievement award. Yes, uh, you know, I, I like when especially they stand for because the he's playing Rocky Balboa. It's pretty cool. Well, look at this, 1976. 
I have the Oscar winners here. It's an interesting year because, um, like this year, you had network. Was the Annie Hall year? No, no, you had network and all the president's men. Two good movies. So two kind of very much like Spotlight and The Big Short. Mm-hmm. You know, very much there. And then Rocky wins. You know, and Best I'll, picture? Mm-hmm. I remember mm-hmm. when I was a kid um, hearing, I remember the news the next day. They're like, and they were, I didn't watch the Oscars, but they're like, and they were waiting all night, waiting all night. They hadn't won anything. And Network is sweeping everything, just like kind of like Mad Max in a way. So did Network win Best Director for Sydney? Yeah, Sydney so it went, it went like this. Um it went uh, best adapted screenplay, All the President's Men, which was the gift, mm. because Network apparently was just this right. thing. Juggernaut. Uh, because it had, um, you know. I don't have to tell you things are bad. Everybody knows things are bad. It's a depression. Everybody's out of work or scared of losing their job. The dollar buys a nickel's worth. Banks are going bust. Shopkeepers keep a gun under the counter. Punks are running wild in the street and there's nobody anywhere who seems to know what to do and there's no end to it. We know the air is unfit to breathe and our food is unfit to eat. We sit watching our TVs while some local newscaster tells us that today we had 15 homicides and 63 violent crimes as if that's the way it's supposed to be. We know things are bad, worse than bad. They're crazy. It's like everything everywhere is going crazy, so we don't go out anymore. We sit in the house, and slowly the world we're living in is getting smaller, and all we say is, please, at least leave us alone in our living rooms. Let me have my toaster and my TV and my steel-belted radios, and I won't say anything. Just leave us alone. Well, I'm not going to leave you alone. I want you to get mad. I don't want you to protest. I don't want you to write. I don't want you to write to your congressman because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the Russians and the crime in the street. All I know is that first, you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being. God damn it. My life has value. So, I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! I let that play because it's so amazing. First of all, he won Best Actor. The writing, which was amazing, right. won Best mm-hmm. act, won best uh, Screenplay, uh, Patty Chayefsky. And, um, and then, you know, and that is an iconic... I'm mad as hell, and I'm not going to take it anymore. It's right. just, and when you listen to it, it's uh, it's so well done, and it's so interesting, and um, you know, and it's still that I just saw that movie, as you know, like five years ago, recently, and it completely holds up with what goes on in the world today. Totally, and it's amazing. And um, I don't know if you remember Maury Spanback from our office. Uh, he was an old man, oh, he was yeah, like yeah. ninety-two. He went to the Oscars with Patty Chayefsky in nineteen seventy-six. Wow, he was his attorney, and he went with him. He was telling me. The other day, he went when Patty Chavsky got the wow. award for best original screenplay. Wow! And uh, and you know who he beat? Sylvester Stallone for Rocky. Isn't that cool? I mean, it's <laughs> like I mean, he didn't deserve. I mean, Sylvester Stallone. I mean, what are you going to do? You're up against this iconic, unbelievable film. But that's see, when you hear something like that, and then you're just going to nominate the Revenant. Right. It makes me really angry. That that's. The writing and the the filmmaking was so good. I'm sorry. I really just it makes me angry. Um, 
So the network wins. Uh, all the presidents went. Best supporting actor went to Jason Robarts. He was up against Ned Beatty for Network, who was amazing right. in that small part. Yeah. Burgess Meredith for Rocky, who was amazing. Uh, Lawrence Olivier for Marathon Man, who was doubly yeah. amazing and scary. And Burt Young for Rocky. So Rocky canceled each itself out. And then uh, Jason Robarts, who was amazing and completely deserving, right. wins for All the Presidents. You ever see All the Presidents, Men? I have. You like it, right? I do. Yeah, I wonder if it holds up um, for someone like yourself in the mm-hmm. sense of like, is it frustrating that there's no cell phones and there's typing and there's, you know typers? <laughs> would that? No. Why would you care about that? I don't yeah. know because sometimes when you're watching, I get frustrated at old movies. I'm like, why don't you just call them on your cell phone? They're running around. So when you watch like like a movie from like set in the nineteen in the eighteen hundreds, you're just like drives me crazy. They're you why are they riding it? horses? Drives it doesn't me crazy. make any sense. I hate it. Makes me angry. I just want to get there. Is that why you didn't like The Revenant? Pretty much. Yeah, I hate things that take place in the past. Because couldn't just, like, use Google Maps and figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> bothers me. Yeah, you can't call for help. Yeah. And you can't, you know, tell about that other guy. So Beatrice Strait, who won Best Supporting Actress for Network, she only was on screen for five minutes. Is that the shortest? Yes. Really? Uh, Interesting. I, I don't know. So shorter than Judy Dench and Judy Dench was eight minutes. Yeah. So she, uh, Beatrice Strait won, beat Jane Alexander and All the President's Men. I don't even know who that was. I don't either. I don't know. Uh, Jodie Foster for Taxi Driver. I thought she won. Did she? I, oh, I guess I just know. being nominated was the... Th- right. She didn't win until The Accused. Um, Lee Grant for Voyage of the Damned. And Piper Laurie for Carrie. <laughs> she beat out who was really, really good, too. Really good. Then Faye Dunaway won for Network. And she beat out uh, Talia Shire. <laughs> she beat out Sissy Spacek for Carrie. And Peter Finch, I don't. Do you know he had, the guy that we just played? He died before the Oscars, and he won. Really? And the question oh. is, did he, he win because he was dead? Well, we just heard the performance; it was right. really good. But here's it helps when he died. Yes, because mm-hmm. here's who he beat out. Pasta. I'm trying you. You talking to me? <laughs> You talking to me? Yes. You talking to me? Well, who the hell else are you talking to? Talking to me? Well, I'm the only one here. I mean, that's an iconic scene as well. I mean, iconic. But that's iconic. like grown in the like. Was it so? Like, would did people think it was iconic at that moment in time? I think I feel like they did because we just you know that I'm mad as hell. I'm not going to take it anymore. And are you talking to me? Right. Are legendary lines, right? But then so is Adrian, and he <laughs> was in- nominated for Rocky as well. I mean, you're talking about three, you know, movies that we still quote to this very day, all nominated together. And Peter Finch, the question is, did he win because he was dead? He beat out Sylvester Stallone and Rocky, who was amazing. But yeah, he's not deserving of winning the Best Actor yet. You know, you had to right. see what he could do. But I mean, it was an amazing performance. But we think, well, he's probably just like that. He's not acting. But you also beat out Robert De Niro in Taxi Driving. That's a pretty big deal. Right. So the question is, did he win because he was dead or not? Um, I don't know. But it, all this proves is movies suck. Compared to the 70s. And then, so they're waiting all night. They're waiting all night. Sylvester Stallone loses for Best Writer. He loses for Best Actor. They lose on a bunch of other things. Best Supporting Actress, Best Supporting Actor. And then all of a sudden, Best Director, John Avildsen, wins for Rocky. He beats out Ingmar Bergman. Right. (laughs) He beats out Sidney Lumet. 
Right. Alan J. Pacula. Pacu- Pacula. 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 Yeah. He died a horrible death. Um, a car accident where like a pipe went through his face, which is so weird because he used to just make movies like all the president's men and like nice movies. Like, <laughs> and then he died a horrible death. Like, like you would think George Romero would die. You know. Like, <laughs> um, and a, and a woman that was nominated for Seven Beauties, Lena Wertmuller. Oh yeah. Um, was she the first d- woman director nominated ever? Uh, I can't answer that. Anyway, so. Rocky beat out Taxi Driver, Network, and All the President's Men. And deservingly so. So they, you said Tuesday they, all the votes are in, right? Mm-hmm. That's Tuesday at 5 p.m. with the deadline. So what if someone tonight died? It doesn't help them. They don't get the boost. I know, but like, what if, like, you know, say, I don't know. Nothing can help. They're in hermetically sealed envelopes. Right, and then they're yeah. just like, shit, we got to give it to this guy. Would they break into their little envelopes and change it? I don't know. Because they'd feel bad. They're like, oh, they, that guy didn't win. Maybe we would never know. Sounds like a good movie, uh, though. Just really, <laughs> They'll uh, make a movie about that in 20 years. Exactly. <laughs> just uh, very quickly, um, I, I just want to... It's so... You know, when we were playing all those songs, um, this is what won that year. And this is also an iconic song, but it, it's not a lot of laughs, but it's legendarily epic, and it's stuck around. Do you know what it is yet? Love story? Star is Born. Oh, right, right, right. I believe she played this at the Clinton inauguration (laughs) because Bill Clinton is one of his favorite songs and she played it for him. I mean, think about that. And that's what won... And that's when songs would win and you'd remember them. Right. I'm not saying, you know... I mean, this is a a, a classic Barbra Streisand song. That that song that Lady Gaga played, she's never gonna play that again anywhere. Right. I know. She's never gonna play it in any of her concerts. Right. This one, this is an encore that Barbara Streisand does at right. the end of her concert. Right. Of course. I'm just saying, it's like uh, Henry Mancini was up uh, for the Pink Panther. That's a great. That's a great. But and that's the other thing. I mean, how does this not win? I mean, look at what was up against. I mean, you know. I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this song's unbelievable. This song completely holds up to this day. I mean, they use it in children's shows and stuff. Did uh? It's every survivor every get nominated? working out montage. Did, uh, they did get nominated they, they, yeah, for Rocky Three. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. They might have won. I don't know because that's a that's a big song too. That's, that's a big, a big song. song. That James Brown that get nominated for Living, uh, Living in, America. in America. I believe he did. Wow, that Rocky really nominated. produced a lot of I, hits. It's fascinating, I, and I think, quite frankly, from what I'm told, that Sylvester Stallone had a lot to do with it. Right. Just like um, James Bond has a lot to do. He was the one who chose Adele. He was like he asked Adele if she would do a song. James Bond. Daniel Craig. Okay. You have to be a wise guy. You knew exactly who I was talking about. <laughs> so all this last 20 minutes of, like, Rocky clips and whatever is just to, <laughs> just to say that you think Sylvester Stallone... Is a shoo-in. Is a shoo-in. Is Not that... a shoo-in, just do and awesome. I, I love him. That's... Was that your own campaign for Sylvester yeah. Stallone to win an Oscar? Yes. I love Sylvester Stallone. I think R- he's the you? greatest. Yes. It, I think it he's hasn't so come cool. across. I know. I've never heard that It's either. worse than I know, this. It's strange. Like, I'm, you seem tepid at best. Let, let me explain something to you. Yeah. When did you ever... I'm very angry in my life for many reasons. <laughs> Are you? I'm, you know I am. <laughs> and one of the things that makes me angry 
is when people die, like David Bowie, of somebody that I would have liked to have met. My The first time I realized this was happening was when Sammy Davis died. <laughs> and I was so angry that I'm never going to get to meet him in my lifetime. Right. Mm-hmm. It made me upset. And somebody like Bowie or somebody like that makes me upset because I really was hoping one day. And, you know, I'm, I get close to meeting a lot of these folks now. You know, mm-hmm. I, I do, you know. Hopefully, I won't be as a pussy as I, when I met Martin Short, and um, you know I'll, I'll keep try and be a man about it. But um, you know the thing is, Sylvester Stallone's one of those people. I was always kind of hoping maybe we'd work together or something. <laughs> I like him, and I just want him to always do well. I don't know why. He went to The Godfather in a couple months. You never know. We should give him a call. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I just um, especially after he wins this Oscar. He's just, right. He's yeah, just he way cool. He'll be a hot commodity. Well, think about a guy like this. He's a dumb idiot, right? I mean, yes. think about it. he's a dumb. But he writes. The, you know the story of how that got made and his, you know, the way he did it. And he had to call the Fonz for help because he's like, hey, I got nothing. I got my car stuck. I don't <laughs> exactly. know. Hey, Fonz, can you do me a favor? Like, uh, you're the only guy I know in L.A. Uh, yeah. You know, I like that story. And then, um, and then to do Rocky and it to be this. I mean, again, I'm going to use the word iconic because it is. But then to make another franchise and be Rambo as well? Right. That's pretty awesome. No? <laughs> Am I the only one that thinks that that's way cool for a, a big Goomba? Uh, I don't know. I, I think if he wins, which he probably will, you know, it's just sort of like um, he's finally getting his from his performance in Cobra. Really. <laughs> and, Touche on that one. That was a horrible film. Uh, and just uh, so actress in a leading role, we we are in agreement. It is going to be this Brie Larson character, yeah. right? Correct. Because she is minus twenty five hundred. Yeah. Well, not just that; she was amazing. Yeah. I'll never know. <laughs> You'll know tomorrow when she tells you all about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You're gonna forget to bring it. No, I won't. Wait, all did right. you watch it or? You yeah, yeah, yeah. It? No. She watched it like three times. That's the thing. If she was like, I gotta Once watch it again. I gotta watch it again. Um, you can't watch a movie like that again, can you? No. <laughs> Even if it's on cable. Yeah, I mean, you got to give it a couple years. Yeah, and, I was going to uh, say, not immediately for yeah. sure. Again, yeah. we know uh, it's going to be Leonardo DiCaprio yeah. in his worst role ever. Although, I am surprised Eddie Redmayne is the, like, based on your line. It's the, plus 1,500. No, but the next Compared one. Compared to all the others. Oh, the right. next yeah. Well, because they are positive. I would have positive. thought it was Fassbender. No, they are positive that this is his year. And no, 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 I know. It's going to be Leo, but the way it stacks oh, out thought, after why that. Why is he only 1,500 when everybody else is like 5,000? Yeah, because I would have thought it was Fassbender. Uh, I think people didn't like that movie. Yeah, they didn't. Yeah, and that's why Kate Winslet probably won't win. True. Why? Why? I have Although that movie people, here. Although people would good. love to see Kate and Leo up together oh my gosh oh, oh my god and quite frankly I wish he had won or be, be nominated for that how do you leave Leonardo I thought he was great in that. I love that you? movie I love that movie Crazy. I thought he was wonderful it's because you're a teenage girl I am question I am. for you it's a fact do you feel like Leo's finally getting his what do you mean I, I told you I think this is a puberty crap award. you mean <laughs> no but people it's the whole thing that he's like always a bridesmaid never a bride yeah, like he never I, wins the Oscar yeah. which I think is the most ridiculous thing ever no it's like a Susan Lucci moment 40 it's years like, old yeah well, that's he what is, this guy's saying he's like he's young enough this isn't his performance yeah like if even if you look at any or you know take um what's his name Birdman Michael, Michael Keaton. Keaton never won an Oscar yeah right. much older and people people are still very angry about that still very angry you know how much I wanted him to win but um, like yeah. in his, I, in his lifetime as this. an actor, Leonardo DiCaprio will win an Oscar. It will be this Sunday. He's probably going to win another think... one. He's only 40. 40 years from now, he'll probably win another one. Just yeah, like Nicholson. I'm sure he'll win another one. Who knows? But I, I mean, when you look at the um, the competition, 
It's not. It's not I, just I like staggering. I like Matt yeah. Damon. Yeah. I, I, I love The Martian. I, I haven't seen it. I, I haven't seen like The Martian, Matt but Damon. man, I hate Matt Damon. Do you really? Yeah. Oh, you I find him charming. Ted. I haven't seen Ted. Is he no, in Ted? Ted? It changes it all around. Oh, no, oh. I'm sorry. That's not Matt Damon. Yeah, I'm like, wait, what? That's Mark Wahlberg. I'm yeah. sorry. Oh, oh, no, he's a good actor. He's Different Boston actor. Oh, you're right. Yeah, that's true. Oh, wait, Matt Damon's... Oh, I kept thinking it was Mark... You know, I only see his thing in the space mask, so I thought it was Mark Wahlberg. That's funny. Oh, yeah, I don't... Oh, Matt Damon's okay. I like those board movies. Oh, uh, Goodwill Hunting is a good movie. I wonder if it was Mark How's Wahlberg. Them apples? Well, you know why I thought it was Mark Wahlberg because The Martian was nominated as a comedy for uh, the Golden Globe. So maybe I thought it was Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> I was thinking of Ted because he is hilarious. Um, the Martian was best comedy. I know. Logic, but why? Do you know you saw it? Because it was a dramatic movie with comedic elements. Is that right? Yeah. Oh my god, I can't wait. To I mean, see would you? I, really I haven't see seen it, it, but nobody I you said thinks you saw The Martian. No, no, no. no sorry, I have. I have not seen Joy, but Joy oh. was also nominated for that comedy. Makes sense, no, no, I don't oh, think really? so. Yeah, I thought it was just about some mop. <laughs> but I, I think it's a dramatic. Oh, I heard movie uh, with comedic. Remember elements. When we heard what we heard at the comedy show the other day. Oh no, you weren't there. That Jennifer Lawrence came in. You know, she's been coming in with Amy, and she's apparently the waitstaff says she's a dick. J Lo didn't tip, and Amy and uh, one of her other friends had to come back and tip. That's sad. You know, that's why it's I don't believe it. It just I, doesn't I, make sense. I don't want to say, yeah, my life is shattered. You know. Well, that's because you were hanging around that fat girl. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> that's um, too. You know, if she's listening, she's definitely not going to go out. She's with you. not listening. I hope. But if you are, <laughs> I'm very attracted to you, and uh, I think we can make this work. Oh, no. I used to be fat myself. Oh, I'm sorry, I used to be thin. Right. Um, now, for best picture, The Revenant dun, is dun, only dun. minus two two five. It's actually interestingly so anything semi-open. could win. Yeah. Well, they say anything. this is like the first time that it's like this, where there's no real clear-cut winner. What do you guys think? Wow, thinking? I'm surprised that. S- I mean, the Big Short is so much higher I, than Spotlight. Yeah, well, plus I don't. I mean, I think the Big Short, like you said, is like a very good point. It's very flashy in the editing because it's mm-hmm. kind of innovative the way it tells a story. Mm-hmm. But for that same reason, it's like a Best Picture does, seems to not be what it's made like the spotlight is such a classically well-told story and again like uh we were talking about or i was was saying that um i always think like that's why i'm mad the social network didn't win that year because i think like your oscar should be a historical kind of document in a way a lot of times and if you have a movie like spotlight or the the big short which talks about the times that we're living in in a certain time you know like i i like those uh, right, but win. that's just you. I mean, there's no rule that says it's got to be a historical. I mean, what, what is that? I like, like that. I like when there's something that says something about our time. No, I, you look I, in the I past. understand that. You know, I get that. But I mean, that's not. I'm not an saying objective. a current thing, but I'm saying I mean, all these things are from you know 10 to 15 years ago anyway, except right. for pictures like eight years ago or whatever. But um, I just like when they are telling a story about our generation or something like. Well, that. Well, Mad Max is telling about our future generation. Is that <laughs> that's true. Um, that doesn't have a chance, right? I mean, that's. I mean, that's number four. I it's would one say. of the. It's one of the three. It's either Spotlight, The Big Short, or The Revenant, right? I mean, it's, yes, I would yeah. agree. I'm I, gonna go with Spot. I mean, I know the Revenant, blah blah blah, but I'm gonna. I don't know. I Spotlight. What do you think, Mayor? I would want to say Spotlight, but here's what. Here's the thing, because you vote, you have to order it, so you have to vote one to eight. 
I think. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Is that right? Whoa. How did when you did know this that? happen? Yeah. When they expanded the category to 10. <laughs> Look at her. So. <laughs> when so, was that? I love this kid. Uh, Wait, there's not even 10 in here. So it's it's between five and 10. You have to get a certain number, a certain percentage of number one votes when they're nominating to make it to the list. So they don't See, always have 10 if nominations. If we did that with a presidential election, I'd be very happy. That would make a lot of sense. Why don't we do that? If they can do it for the Oscars, why can't we do that for the White House? That, Everybody's afraid of change. bring it up. So this Trump is going to change everything. It's crazy. He's going to mix it all up. So what are you saying? So what I think is going to happen is Spotlight and The Big Short will sort of cancel each other out wherein even if people vote number one for either of them, the number two is probably going to be The Revenant. And so I think the combined total of The Revenant's number one votes and getting all the number two votes between Spotlight and The Big Short will get it over wow. the top. That's good. That's Girl knows her math. Excellent. So, it's so not you're what I want. Nobody would be like number one Spotlight, number two Big Short, number three Revenant. I think that's less common. I think that people will vote. They'll be like, oh, The Revenant, Leo's going to win, Inurushu's going to win, like everybody's going to win. And right. So, yeah, that should be number two. But I really like Spotlight. I, I really liked The Big Short. I have a question. Mm -hmm. How did you do last year? I did. She did really good. You did really, really good? good mm -hmm. Yeah. We added up her sheet, and she, she won. She beat all of us. Well, that's not surprising. You, I know. Because you bet with your heart. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, she got it all right. <laughs> if I was betting with my heart, I would bet Spotlight. Right. I, that too. was my favorite movie that I've I just, seen this I'm year. So, good. The Revenant so good. was so bad. I was so angry. I, I also haven't the seen The Revenant, full Me disclosure. Neither. I haven't seen it either. Neither, have, I, neither have any of the people uh, who <laughs> voted. You know, that's the thing. I mean, this guy, is, this guy who was saying in The Hollywood Reporter, he goes, I haven't seen that one, so I don't know. I mean, half of them people haven't seen anything, and they're voting. You know, the cinematographer who is probably going to win for The Revenant, he's Mexican too, so we're doing pretty good. You guys are doing Yeah, but that should have been a long time ago. I mean, it's kind of <laughs> weird that it's only happening now. He won last I mean, year. Just you, throwing that out there. You, yeah, you said he won last year for... Mm -hmm. He was worked with Bird on Birdman, Man. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so the, well, it makes sense they work together, though. Right. I like I like Mexican movie makers. Yeah, they're pretty good. I think there's something to it. I think they're interesting. And then the guy that did Gravity, was was he also Mexican? Yeah, and the same guy shot it. That's that's That was great. Yeah, I liked it. The same guy... Oh, the same guy shot Gravity? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, no, that was a really good one. That's Birdman's such a piece of crap. <laughs> God, what a horrible movie. Just like The Revenant. No, so I like, like Birdman. two really Man. bad like movies Birdman. in a row. Yeah, Birdman was You guys good. are idiots. You have no idea what you're talking about. I haven't seen The Revenant. He also shot Tree of Life. Listen. Oh, wow. Yeah. He's the real deal. The guy is busy. Uh, you know, don't you think I hear things? A lot of canaries what, flying around. Did we not? Is this deja vu? I'm going over Paulie's sister. Hey, Ralph. What? Hey, she's retarded. She ain't retarded. She's shy, you know? I'll tell you what to do. Take it to the zoo. Oh, man. I hear retards like the zoo. <laughs> I'm sorry. You just want to use the word retard. No, no. The funny thing Canada. is I was going to press the end music and I pressed that by accident. And then I was like, ah, oh, let the hell let's hear the retards <laughs> of the zoo story again. No, I was just going to press this part So, again. So, wait. You, are, no. <laughs> no, no. Let's go ahead. All right. So, I mean, you're... you're you haven't really said what you would pick. You're just picking, like, the line. Oh, oh, no. I would like Spotlight to win. I would like, right. in my heart, Spotlight to win. I really enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. I think it's completely interesting and relevant. I love the performances. But, you know, how crazy is that? Like, so, like, let's say, if not that we represent America, right? But, like, all right, there's probably a lot of people that feel that way. So, mm -hmm. you got, like, a whole... Yeah. Everybody's like, I love this movie, yet everyone's like... No one's going to pick. Like, that seems crazy. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't it be picked? You know, I had uh, my friend John Vitti from the Boston Globe on a couple of weeks ago. We, you know, he works at the Boston Globe. He yeah. worked there when this was happening. And he worked there while it was filming. Wow. Right. And he was telling me about all the real people. 
and the actors. Right. Uh, and it was very interesting. And, you know, he was there when they put out the and word. They, and they, in the, because I was at a producer screening of that. And, like, the producer was talking about how, like, all the journalists were, like you said, at the shoot. And they would be like, N- that, we didn't use that terminal because it had that model hadn't come you know like we yeah, hadn't yeah. gotten the the budget clearance to to get upgrade our terminals so that wasn't the right like they would change it like he they told me Lee yeah. Schreiber's exactly like that he got like he just hit it perfect yeah like it was he so was dead on yeah, that whole very, ensemble very yeah yeah and if you look at the really guild good. awards it's split pretty evenly between the big short spotlight and the revenant like the spotlight won the PGA i want to say and then spotlight and big short won the WGA um, Spotlight won the SAG. What about the Revenant Baftas? won the DGA. Uh, Revenant won the BAFTA. Golden Globe was Revenant. Can I ask about mm-hmm. the Golden Globes? Like, why yeah. do they exist? <laughs> Good question. I don't understand. No one cares. So the thing is, people watch the Golden Globes because it's like, oh, it's the fun one where everyone gets drunk and says ridiculous things and whatever. So, like, movies use it as exposure for the, like, final stretch of the campaign. Right. I think but that's its purpose in Hollywood. Who, who chooses a gold? Like what? The what? Hollywood Foreign Press Association. Yeah, what is that though? It's a gr- yeah. It's a group of foreign reporters in Hollywood who don't vote on any other award ever, but they vote on this one award so in January. Reporters from other countries mm-hmm. that hang out, whose job it is to hang out in Hollywood, decided mm-hmm. let's just give awards. Yep. And they're the ones that pick. Yeah, and then they all the actors and actresses and directors pander to them. Can we just start our own award yeah, thing? Appar- so- well, apparently we can, and people are so into it. Do it. I don't even know how these actors have time to go to all these award ceremonies. How do, how do you make a movie that's really hard to make, and it takes like three years, and then you're at every award ceremony <laughs> there is, every day of the week from right. November to, to right now? I mean, it doesn't make any sense. It's true. It's true. Um, I, I'm so, like, you, I can't believe you knew that. It was amazing. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah, we talked through the end Clearly, theme. I spend too much time looking at this stuff. <laughs> I have to go back to my old end theme. <laughs> Mary, thank you so much for coming on today. Your Anytime. insight is truly phenomenal. It really is. Yeah. Even just yeah. that end part. Yeah. Uh, how she's like, well, here's how it's scored. Exactly. Let me tell you exactly what's going to happen. Wow. I mean, you are a betting person's dream. Oh, no. And um, Guillermo, <laughs> always a, a pleasure. First of all, Memo, I didn't say it from the stage, and I, I had it written down, but I started to panic. Thank you so much for your help with The Godfather. Oh, no problem. Thank you for running around and telling me about the board so I could you know, expect good. stuff and everything. Because the board froze, ladies and gentlemen. Like, they had to reboot the stupid... They're like, sure. no, we know what we're doing. We know what we're doing. They, apparently, they didn't know what the hell they were doing. <laughs> They've never seen such mysticism with lights and magic sure. before. So, so Memo, I, thank you for that. Thank you for running around. That thank was you good. For helping me. Thank you for helping me put all the music together and the lighting cue sheet and yeah. the sounds because it did pay off. No, it and feels I, good. I can't thank you enough for all your help. I'm, I'm happy. I'm just shocked it went as well as it did. You, it was so, so good. Am I. Yeah. So am I. It so was great. Mary. Right. I'm sure she was like, what is it? What do I got to say? Because I forced <laughs> her to go down because she hadn't brought the room thing. Right. And she's like, uh, what is what is this going to be? I've never seen it. This sounds stupid. <laughs> but uh, she was very polite. And it, yeah, it, it, let's face it. It worked so much better than all of us ever imagined and uh, now people want to see more and I'm not going to give them any more I'm going to rest on my laurels and uh, you know just Are you going to go to see the next one? Definitely. Oh, excellent. All right, yeah, that'll probably be at the end of April, but uh, for now, we'll see you next week. Good luck at the Oscars everybody, and we'll see you next week on the Dave Jessica podcast, the Podfest, in New York nope. City coming up in May. We'll see you next time. <laughs>